This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Welcome to the Derek Hicks pregame show here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. I'm Zach Showers and we welcome Coach Hicks. Stones Grove last week with a 20-3 win over Muhlenberg. What did the team learn last week in a tougher-than-expected win against Muhlenberg? Um, you know, the thing I talked to him about was the value of mental preparation. Um, you know, took that from back in the Dave Hess days. Uh, that was always a focus of his, and, and it, it, it holds true. It doesn't matter, you know, whether it's 30 years ago or today, um, you know, football's a mental game. You've got to, if you're out there thinking, you're going to be a step slower um, than, than if you're reacting because you're mentally prepared by watching film, by visualizing what you need to do. Uh, yeah, you got to study your opponent, and I think it showed last week that, I don't think we prepared quite the same for Muhlenberg um, as we did for the previous weeks with Jersey Shore and Schmokin, um, you know, coming out against Berwick as well. So, uh, yeah, I just talked to the kids about that. You could see the tackling wasn't quite as as sound as it was the weeks before. Um, We had some mental mistakes that we didn't have the week before. Uh, you know, we were slow reacting to some things that we hadn't been, uh, and that's all mental stuff. That's just we're, we're out there thinking a little bit because we're not quite into the game the way we were previous weeks. So, Seals Grove, you guys were up seven nothing at half. What was the message at halftime, and were you pleased with the way the team responded in the second half? Yeah, no, it was kind of actually talked to them about what what we just talked about, which was we we've got to we've got to execute. Um, you know, we, we were missing offensively. We missed a couple opportunities. And defensively, I talked about tackling that, you know, we were coming in throwing shoulders in and not wrapping the arms, not running the feet through a tackle. And uh, as a result, they had, I know they had two first downs for sure in the first half where had we wrapped the arms and made the tackle, you know, we're off the field on third down. Instead, we miss, allow them to, to extend the drive, which takes time off the clock and, and costs our offense another opportunity with the football in their hands. So those were the things we talked about, and they, they did better for sure in the second half. Speaking of defensively, Muhlenberg was able to have some success in the flats. Um, has that been a focus this week in practice? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, teams do things to you that don't cost you a game, and you're glad they did it uh, because Shikalimi, uh, with a wing tee attack, the flats are going to be – uh, a big thing that they're going to do flats and across the middle, which is the two things Muhlenberg did well. So, uh, you know, it got us some good film to show kids what we need to do a little bit differently with technique to make sure that we can cover that stuff. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, of course, last Friday, you, you're not happy to see it live. Uh, but looking at the film and what it got us to prepare for Shikalimi, I think it's actually a good thing. Uh, it, it exposed a couple things that we were doing incorrectly. We're talking to Coach Hicks as part of the Derek Hicks pregame show here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Uh, talk a little bit about Gavin Bastian, who had long, two long touchdown runs last week. Uh, what has his play added to the offense? Uh, yeah, it's that deep threat. And, you know, and we, we knew teams coming in were going to focus on Nate Ahmet just because of what he did last year. And they know that, that he's that burner out of the slot position. Um, you know, you now add Gavin into that mix, and it's like, okay, who do you? You can't double double cover everybody. So, you know, they want to they want to put a safety over top of Nate with uh, you know a backer and double cover him. You've got Gavin who can who can get the job done. Where um, the uh, 
Yeah, they roll over to Gavin. That leaves Nate one-on-one. So the fact that he's become a deep threat for us like that just puts that much more stress on the defense. So as we move on to the second half of the season, what, what excites you most about this team and what are some areas that you're looking for continued improvement as we go into the second half of the schedule? Um, you know, the, the excitement is just this team and their attitude. These guys at 0-2 uh, could have hung their heads, could have, um, you know, could have kind of packed it in a little bit. They continue to get better, actually probably worked harder because they, they, they didn't want to stay on that losing streak. Uh, so I love their attitude. I, I love the way they prepare each week. And, uh, you know, to going forward to improve upon is really everything. We just need to continue to get a little bit better each week in, in each phase of the game. Um, you know, we've done some good things in special teams. Offensively, we've had weeks where we throw real well. Uh, the following week, run real well. Continue to improve upon that balance. And, you know, defensively, we, we've done a great job of keeping teams out of the end zone. The, the thing I talked to the team about is we've got to find a way to get off the field on third down. You know, bend, don't break is great. You're keeping them out of the end zone. Uh, but we can't let a team stay on the field for six minutes. Uh, again, we're just taking opportunities away from our own offense. So, yeah, lots to improve upon, and it's just, like I said, you're looking to get a little bit better each and every week. We're talking to Coach Hicks as part of the Derek Hicks pregame show here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Moving on to Shikalimi this week, uh, you've been part of this rivalry for a lot of years. Uh, is this a game where you can pretty much throw the records out? Yeah, actually, uh, I told a newspaper guy that, that it seems like regardless of record, um, you know, if there's a, a good team and a team that's struggling, well, of course, a team that's struggling can make their season by beating their rival. Um, so, yeah, throw the records out the window. They're going to come in. They're going to play well. Uh, they're going to play with a lot of emotion, and we need to match that uh, on our home turf to, to be able to win the football game. Now, Schick just has one win, but they've had some success running the football. Uh, what challenges does their offense present to you guys? Uh, you know, wing T, you get a lot of misdirection. They've got three capable running backs that are all going to handle the football. Uh, so our, our guys have to be disciplined. You know, they're going to use some motion. It's all about kind of, uh, you know, window dressing, tricking the eyes a little bit with misdirection stuff. And, uh, you know, you coach your backers on how to key things, how to, how to look at a wing T. And, uh, you know, as long as they're disciplined, we'll be fine. But, you know, looking at Shikalimi with just the one win, um, you know, they played some tough teams. Central Mountain sitting at 4-1, uh, of course, Jersey Shore. Uh, a good Mount Carmel team. So, you know, sometimes records can be deceiving when, when you're looking at that, saying, you know, kind of like Muhlenberg was last week at 0-4, but again, uh, four losses to quality teams. So, uh, like you said, we kind of throw that record out the window knowing who they've played and what they're capable of doing. Derek, thank you for your time, and good luck. This has been the Derek Hicks pregame show. We'll go back to the booth with more from Pat and Coach Briggs as part of Seals Game Day, brought to you by Sunbury Motor Company, Eagle 107, and Eagle107.com. Seals Grove Ford, your number one certified pre-owned Ford dealer in Central PA, is a proud supporter of all Seals Grove students and athletes. A Seals Grove Ford certified car. It's not just another car, it's Ford certified and backed by the best warranty in the business. So if you're looking for confidence, great value, and peace of mind on your next pre-owned car, Seals Grove Ford is the place to go. See their inventory at SealsGroveFord.com. At the bridge in Seals Grove, home of Mr. Sharpie and Sharp Pencil Deals. Go Seals! 
Okay, Anthony, we got a busy day again today. Let's get moving. Ma, I know. Orders for our famous Italian subs, our brigitte paninis, and a ton of cannolis have to be made. Ma, I know. If you know, then you gotta get moving. Our customers count on us to bring them our authentic Italian experience. I know, Ma. Our Lewisburg Deli brings a piece of Brooklyn to the valley. I got it, Ma. Don't worry about it. Well, if you got it, Anthony, then start working before I show you a piece of Brooklyn. I'm Noah from the Lewisburg Deli Contestant on Market Street in downtown Lewisburg. We're Mary Lynn, Anthony, and I will treat you like family to serve you our authentic Italian foods. Visit us at LewisburgDelicatessen.com and on our Facebook page. It's Mark and Troy from Zimmerman Motors. It's football season and like a good offense, we've been adjusting to everything the market can throw up and to be there for our customers. Our team has worked hard to have a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, new trucks and Jeeps, a full line of certified vehicles, and quality pre-owned options for every budget. Plus, the highest trade values we've ever seen. Come and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call us at 570-988-JEEP, shop online at ZimmermanJeep.com, or better yet, stop in today. Eagle107.com. Welcome back to Seals Game Day here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. And at the top of the hour, you can get the video version of your very own Seals Grove Seals. That's on SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. Again, bringing you the video stream of this game tonight. The rally in the valley between the Seals Grove Seals and the Shikalemi Braves. Shikalemi comes at 1-4 and four after a loss last week to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. While the Seals Grove Seals coming off three straight wins after dropping their first two. And they've done it for the defensive side and they've done it from explosive plays. We'll talk more about how they've been able to do all that to go to three and two, as I said, after dropping their first two of the year. But before we get talking more about that, we're going to check in with the Lewisburg game covered on 100.9 in the Valley and WVLY as Lewisburg looks to get back. Wins after beating, get back-to-back wins after beating Midwest last week again. So it's time to check in with Greg Wetzel as he previews the Lewisburg Green Dragons on 100.9 The Valley and WBLY.com. The Lewisburg Green Dragons traveled to Central Columbia tonight to take on the Central Columbia Blue Jays. Last week, the Green Dragons got their offense going in a 62-6 win over the Midwest Mustangs. Central Columbia fell to 2-3 with a 47-6 loss to Danville. Senior running back Ethan Dominic scored three touchdowns against the Mustangs. Two were rushing touchdowns, and the third was a 30-yard receiving touchdown coming from quarterback Wade Young, who tossed three touchdown passes on the evening. The Green Dragons also scored touchdowns on a punt return by Cam Michaels and a kickoff return by Owen Ordonez. Defensively, Lewisburg shut down the Mustangs as Midwest did not cross midfield until well into the third quarter. Central Columbia comes into tonight's game with a record of 2-3 after losing to Danville last week by a score of 47-6. The Blue Jays are playing two quarterbacks this year. Junior quarterback Grayson Schaud leads the team in rushing with 295 yards in the year. Junior quarterback Logan Hans leads the team in passing yards. Junior running back Nathan Smith has 242 rushing yards on the year. Central Columbia and Lewisburg have played some exciting games the last several years, and this year looks to be no exception. The Green Dragons will have to play another complete game to come out on top. Much like last week, the team that can get out to a quick lead will be hard to beat. Game time is 7 o'clock with a pregame show at 6.30 on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. I'm Greg Wetzel for game day on Eagle 107. Thank you, Greg, for... 
tune us in to the preview of the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Again, all part of Sunbury Broadcasting Sports Schedule. Again, we heard from Kevin Herr early on, and then we hear from Greg Wetzel each week. Greg does a great job covering the Lewisburg Green Dragons. But we're going to respect the flag, hear the national anthem coming up here, and on a beautiful night. The national anthem here from Harold L. Bolick Memorial Field. Anytime we hear National Anthem, you know we're about to get things underway here as the Seals Grove Seals again hosting the Chickalimmy Braves. Pat O'Brien along with Steve Briggs, Zach Showers, our stat guy. Our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford where it's worth the drive to Route 45. is the 4-1 Milton Black Panthers taking on the 3-2 Mifflinburg Wildcats. We'll keep an eye on that game throughout the broadcast. And again, we call that the Blaze Alexander Built for Tough Game of the Week, brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, where it's worth the drive to Route 45. In 63 career meetings, Seals Grove leads the all-time series 35 to 28. Last year, Seals Grove entered Week Five contest amid a three-game losing streak. Unlike this year, where they're on a three-game win streak, where the offense had scored just three points behind two rushing touchdowns by Ryan Allman and a pair of touchdowns by Brett Four on interception and a punt return. The Seals defeated the Braves 28-0. It was a big night for the defense. Recorded six sacks, two fumble recoveries, two interceptions, and Brandon Heil had a career or a team high three sacks in the game a year ago against these Chickalimmy Braves. Explosive plays. We've already been talking about it for the Seals Grove Seals. 12 yards rush and 15-yard pass explains a, an explosive play. Seals Grove has won the explosive play category each week the last four weeks offensively. In the last three weeks, they've had 17 of ex- explosive plays, 16 rushing, and 11 passing when you think about explosive plays for Seals Grove Seals. Now, I said the recipe is 12, 13, 14 play drives. But if you can score one play, you're not, you know, you're not going to sneeze at that. You're going to take whatever it's giving you. And they have shown that in a big way in the first five weeks. Yes, and, and it's twofold, too, right? It, you get great confidence whenever that happens. But the other side of that, Pat, which I think they experienced a little bit last week was your defense does not get much of a rest. And we said that against Berwick as well, because with the punt return touchdowns. and then, um, But I think what they're going to try to do tonight is establish keeping the, the chains moving, running some clock, and obviously scoring points. Mm-hmm. Haven't really seen that all year from this football team. Yeah, it's it's been explosive plays. 
And we talked about it already. Again, last week, Gavin Bastian, the freshman, three catches, 132 yards, two touchdowns, included a big 35-yard reception to get the ball out of the shadow of their own end zone and eventually saw Tucker Teets take a 51 yards for the touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. So now they're adding dimensions. They already had it in the backfield. When you talk about Brandon Heil and Tucker Teets, that they are both carrying the ball right around 49 times and right around 280 yards. So they're already showing that. Tucker Teets has five touchdowns. Brandon Heil has two. And again, in an explosive way. But now you're starting to add in the mix of an additional receiver for your sophomore quarterback. And boy, and one thing Dave Hess and I always talked about was putting things on film for your opponents to watch. Last week they had to watch Bastion. That's right. So Nate Almond, your senior, who comes in with 17 catches, he may be the one that ends up having a big day. And the other thing, too, uh, Kevin mentioned this, what's happened to Shikalimi a little bit, where at Wing T they're seeing eight, nine, sometimes ten people in the box because they have one split in in some cases because of formation. Sealens Grove now has two viable candidates to get the ball to on the flank, okay? And that's going to help out in a big way because of the confidence they've done. We didn't see that all year. We didn't see it at Pottsville. We didn't see it at Jersey Shore. And obviously this is evolving. And, you know, Teets being a sophomore as well um, with all the scores, and we, we know about Brandon, but Mark Pastore, He's got to make this go, and I think he's grown week in and week out. Made some mistakes. You learn from him. Sure. And I think he's done that. Well, you talk about on the defensive side when it comes to explosive plays. The defense has allowed just 12 explosive plays. Last week, week after allowing 10 in week one, nine of their 12 were passing, but none went over 31 yards. And after letting up... After letting up eight rushes over 12 yards against Pottsville, the defense has allowed just two rushes over 12 yards in the last four weeks, and both of those came against Berwick. So if we talk about as we've watched this thing unfold right in front of us, this defense is good, and we know that. But they're going to continue just to get better and better. People are just being pieced and put in the right places. Exactly. And special teams. Uh, The punting's been very good. Kickoffs have been good. Um, return game is some of the best I've seen. Period. Uh, when you return three kicks in a in a game, three punts in a game for touchdown, and one got called back, so really there two that counted, but three happened, and that's a big weapon. And we talk about that. You said you know the defense, the special teams, and special teams. Tucker Teets has two punt returns called back. Mm-hmm. One questionably whether it was a penalty or not, but you live with that. And they gained their composure and dealt with that against Schmokey. Came back, scored right away. So you got him back there, and then you got T. Hoover had two punt returns against Berwick two weeks ago to add into the explosiveness. So, well, when you you're talking about two receivers, you're talking about two running backs, and now you're talking about two guys that are capable. You can't punt away from one or the other who have the capable of taking a distance for a huge play. Boy, talk about putting a lot of things on film. I mean, That's when right. you got to start breaking down your special teams and figure out how you're going to stop two guys from scoring touchdowns. That 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 forces the opponent coaches to spend a lot of time on a lot of different parts of your game and seals grove is doing that to the opponent yeah that you have to play every phase of the game and you've got to defend the whole field and that's what seals grove's done that, that's why they're three and two frankly if it was earlier they may not they may be better than three and two that's how close those other games were but 
shoulda, coulda, woulda. We're looking ahead, right? Absolutely. And, and talking about that, they started out the year. We traveled to Pottsville, and they fell to Pottsville 12 nothing. did the Seals. And then they had a 9-7 loss to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, who last week put up 56 against the uh, Chickalimmy Braves. Seals Grove lost that one 9-7. Jersey Shore had to come from behind. Seals Grove led 7-0. Jersey Shore would get a late field goal to push the lead to 9-7. They would hold on to that win. But then they had a Saturday game, got moved from Friday to Saturday. At Shemokin, Seals Grove put together a 33-0 win over the Indians and then returned home for a dominating performance over the Berwick Bulldogs, where they won that one 42-14 before beating Muhlenberg a week ago. As we said, we went down to Muhlenberg, and Seals Grove would come away with a 20-3 win. And when I talked to Derek, saw him earlier in the week, he said those are one-on-ones where you go, let's get out of here, get on that bus, and hit the road because they're fortunate and feel very good about winning that one when it wasn't their best game. Right, and Pat, you and I could feel it. We could feel it, right, in in pregame, and it was like, boy, they better come out and play. And what happened? We fumbled the first play. And that was... uh, I, I always called that a positive fumble, meaning Brandon Heil was reaching and trying to get extra yardage and five guys on his back and somebody ripped the ball out. Still don't know if it was actually a fumble because I didn't see it on film. But um, And then they, they meaning Muhlenberg, um, scored on a roughly 40-yard field goal, and you and I said that. We were watching this kid warm up in pregame, and he's hitting 40, 50 yards, and I was saying, Man, the only thing bad about him, he gave me the wrong directions for the men's room when I went <laughs> yeah. across the field in pregame. I was, you got your two-mile walk in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had a three-hour three, three hour ride in me, and, and, and I didn't know where I was going. He was out in the field. I was like, you asked where the men's room is, and he pointed over there, and it wasn't there. It turned so. out the bathroom was right where he was kicking those field goals and warm-ups as he was booting them from 48 yards. So we learned, learned from that. But, uh, but yeah, so they come away with a win against Muhlenberg last week. They're, uh, they're winners of three in a row, trying to make it four in a row against the Chicklemy Braves. We've already said it. Score quick, score often, put them away. Don't let them hang around. You heard Kevin Hurst say if they can keep it a two-score game, gain some confidence going at halftime. And obviously, Seals Group does not want to give them any ounce of any feel of confidence in staying in this game. So Seals will hopefully not only score, but again, unlike they have against Jersey Shore, Shemokin, and last week against Muhlenberg, to score often in the first half. We're going to take our final break. Come back. Both teams are in their locker rooms. Getting ready to take the field here shortly. We're going to kick this one off the top of the hour. And also, you're going to be able to watch it on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. When we come back, we're going to check in with Coach Briggs again about what's going to seal the deal for victory for the Seals Grove Seals as they try to make it four in a row. This is Seals Grove Football. Presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Are you looking for a job? Join a team with over 40 years of experience. Truck and Trailer Sales of Seals Grove, the largest tractor-trailer dealership in the region, has immediate openings for truck drivers for commercial trucks. A CDL is a must, or they will train the right person. Please apply in person at Truck and Trailer Sales, 1273 South Market Street, Seals Grove, or call 570-374-1114. Make your decision an excellent choice. 
before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service Hummels Wharf, your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line and without an appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road in Pennsylvania Avenue, Hummels Wharf. State and service fees apply. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. It's almost time for the kickoff of tonight's Seals game. Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107 is sponsored by Blaze Alexander Ford, Tri-County Tag, Bill Booker CPA, Sealands Grove Ford, Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm, Truck and Trailer Sales, Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Truck, Shemokin Dam Health Center, Sholly Insurance Agency, Murray Motors, Carpet Man, Glick Incorporated, WNL Subaru, McCreary's HVAC, Dairy Queen, Blaze Alexander Nissan, and Bella's Pizza. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Steve Briggs. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. The team is gathered in the end zone to our right, getting ready to take the field on a big night for the Seals, trying to make it four in a row under beautiful skies, 59 degrees. It'll drop into the lower 50s as we move throughout the night, but a good crisp fall night for football. Again, as Seals Grove hosting the Chickalemi Braves. And as they take the field, Steve, this is the time I throw it to you about what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seals Grove Seals here tonight. Make sure that the emotion is in check at the start of the game. This is one of those games, right? Um, and I think that's important, but we talked about it. Score, score first, continue to score, keep the chains moving, and I think it'll take care of itself. Let that go. Let the scoreboard take care of itself. Watch that unfold here. Keep an eye on that as we go throughout the ball game. So, again, a great night for football. As the Seals Grove Seals have taken the field, Chickalemi will do very will do the very same thing here very shortly. This is Ben Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincolns in the North Ford Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia routes 11 to 15 on the strip in Hummel's Wharf. Taking a look at some of the numbers for tonight's game. Again, Seals Grove coming in, averaging 24 points per game, 114 passing yards, 117 on the ground. Good balance of numbers there. Six passing touchdowns for sophomore quarterback Mark Pastore, seven by the rush. Interceptions, Mark does have five, and Steve talked about it. You could see the growth growing, still making some mistakes, threw one right at the beginning of the second half that maybe should have pulled back. But, hey, a sophomore quarterback, under the Friday night lights, and we've seen good things from the sophomore quarterback as he continues to grow. Three three fumbles on the season for the Seals Grove Seals. They're averaging 9.4 first downs, and third down conversion, still looking to see that number go up. Right now it's at 25% for the Seals Grove offense. Mark Pastore, we talked about 32 for 68, 571 yards, six touchdowns, five interceptions. The leading rushers, Teets and Heil. Teets, 42 carries, 287 yards and five touchdowns. He had a touchdown a week ago. Brandon Heil, 48 rushes, 262 yards and two touchdowns for your senior running back. The leading receiver is your senior, Nate Almond, 17 catches, 275 yards and two touchdowns. The other receiver, 
receiver in the mix. We saw a week ago, Gavin Bastion, the freshman, nine catches, 234 yards and three touchdowns on the season. Carter Young from the extra point chores, 12 for 15 on the season for uh, Carter Young. Kick returns, you'll see a lot of different guys doing a nice job averaging over 14 yards per return and punt, averaging over 16 yards per return for the Seals Grove offense as they try to sit up the offense in great field position week in and week out. On the defensive side, holding their opponent to 7.3 points per game, 101 yards on the ground for the opponent, and, or excuse me, through the air, 82 on the ground. So Seals Grove continues to stop the opponent uh, featured back, and they did it again a week ago against Shucker. They've given up three passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. They have five interceptions, six fumble recoveries. They're averaging 3.4 sacks per game, 10.8 tackles for loss, and they are giving up 11 first downs. That's bend but not break mentality for the Seals Grove Seals. Defensively, breaking it down, you got Rumberger, 54 tackles on the season. He's only second to Brandon Heil with 59 tackles. Teague Hoover, who's kind of been the under-the-radar kind of guy, but boy, what a – and I'm going to stop it right there because he is – You've got an opportunity week in and week out to watch the, the safety and the way he's playing his game. And he's he's kind of the quiet one, but, boy, when he brings it, he brings a load, and he is definitely something the opponent's got to be able to figure out how to stop. He, he's a exceptional run support kid. Um, he's always around the box, very rarely misses a tackle, and he's probably making the calls back there. A lot of t- I don't know that for sure. For certain, but a lot of times your safety is the quarterback of the of the back end, and um, you know we'll see. He's he's a leader, he's a playmaker, um, he's one of the best. And uh, again, all state kid from a year ago, uh, but he's one of the leaders here as we see the captains walk out to midfield as we speak. Yeah, you say T. Hoover number one, Brandon Hill number two, Aaron Rothamall number fifty four, and Nate Aubert, four seniors at Derek looks up and down and, and chit-chats with them, you know, last-minute instructions, and, boy, what a big impact those guys are leaving their mark on this rich history in Seals Grove football. And, boy, when they walk out there, man, you just get – you just feel the energy. You feel things are about to get underway because those four guys right there are huge impact guys on this program. Pat, brand spanking new uniforms as well. They got the, they're in all gray all uniforms, gray. the pants, and the shirt along with their white helmets and the the script seals on the side of their white helmets and uh it's good looking good it, looking look out there for this group as you said captains are out there we'll get an idea of whether seals if they've had a lot of success and winning the toss deferring the second half and getting that early battle on and then able to get the ball in great field position boy they're going to look to try to do that here to get a night because it's been a good recipe for the seals grove seals and officials like yep they'll defer to the second half once again it's been and steve for our listeners who have not been with us and you know we talked about it during that jersey shore game whether you take the ball give it up but your perspective on why you defer and why you take it a second we always used to like to defer number one if you have a strong defense you defer you kick the ball off what's usually been happening is you stop them they punt the ball you get it at midfield i think the most important part of deferring is you get the ball in the second half after a full half of football where you know what you're seeing you're knowing what the opponent's doing um it's it seems to be 
in vogue right now, whether you watch high school football or the way to the pros. But um, Seals Grove does play strong defense, and it's been working to, in their favor uh, the last couple of weeks. Seals Grove will go on defense first and up front. Change up front as Stephen Miller will play the nose tackle position. Max Maurer and Spencer George at defensive end. Tristan Cross in the 5'9", 163 pound senior will play an outside linebacker along with Brandon Heil, the 6'2", 200 pound senior. Aaron Rothamal will play inside linebacker along with Logan Althout and also Corey Rumber. Again, Corey Rumber comes tonight's second leading tackler. The defensive backs will be Nate Almond, Gavin Bastian. T. Hoover, who we spotlighted just moments ago from his safety position, a four-year starter from that safety position for the Seals Grove Seals. As Carter Young will kick this away. Seals football is underway on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. Return man to the 15. Reverses its field at 15, slams to the turf at the 17-yard line on the run back that time. Number 28, Chase Morgan, the 5'7", 140-pound sophomore. He stopped as he crossed the 15. Seals Grove coverage, guys. Nice job getting down the field and taking the return man down as he crossed the 15 out to about the 17-yard line. First down and 10 for the Shikalemi Braves. Brandon Workman was scheduled to be the starting quarterback. In the backfield, you'll see Schaefer Knights and Greg Wolf and also Colton Sepko. The receivers, Pfeiffer and the tight end, Hoffman. Kashner, Raybuck, Turber, Raker, and Geyser, the offensive line. Off the left this time, nothing there. Yep. Quarterback tripped, he reverse pivot, and he tripped. I don't know if the pulling guard may have tripped him, but big play now. It's second down and 16. We talk about Wirtman. Wirtman comes in tonight, 21 for 60, well, 60 attempts, 412 yards. He has three touchdown passes, five interceptions. He does have a long of 87-yard pass completion for the Shikalemi Braves. He's your senior quarterback, number 12 for the Shikalemi Braves. After a loss, big loss, it puts him inside the 15, all the way down close to the 12-yard line. It'll be a second down and long. Hand off to the deep man, right up between the hash. Trying to get all the way out to the 20-yard line. Don't think he's going to make it there. A host of... Seals Grove defenders on the play. They will mark it right about the 20. So it's going to be a third down and eight for the Shikalibi Braves. No score, just underway here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Pat, it's a wing tee. It's a base wing tee offense that Shikalibi runs. I know that pretty well. We used to run that for years. That was a down play, which is an off-tackle play by the fullback. The fullback is your premier running back in the wing tee. So they did get some there to get it back to third down and eight. They're in shotgun with two wide receivers to the right. Wirtman drops back, looking over the middle. It's got to get rid of it. Well overthrown, intended for Hoffman. Falls incomplete. Hoffman comes in as somebody that, Steve, you had talked about before we went on the air when you look at a 6'2", 204-pound senior tight end and unable to make the connection there. He runs well. Uh, We're going to keep our eye out on that kid tonight, and he's playing defense as well. They go to him early, but unable to make the connection. So it would be a punting situation. Dropping back, we talked about it, will be Tucker Teets and Teague Hoover standing right around midfield. And they Seals already looking to win early on as Brandon High almost gets in there and gets the block. It's going to bounce at the 44-yard line, roll all the way into Seals Grove territory. Tucker Teets picks it up at the 45, makes a man miss at the 49 and then he falls backwards about the 49-yard line. 
Seals Grove will take over first down and 10, and it's exactly win that first battle, right? You won that first battle, deferred. Your defense comes out to play the way we expect them to. And as you're saying, if they get a punt, you get it midfield, exactly the remedy that you were looking for to get this game underway. They've been consistent each week. First down and 10 for the Seals. Mark Pastore, sophomore quarterbacks, thrown for 571 yards and six touchdowns. Heil, Tucker teach the running backs. Tucker has five touchdowns on the season. Heil has two. They go with twin look to each side. Shotgun formation for Pastore. Gets rid of it. Catch is made. Connor Grove makes the catch. Able to get it into Chickalimby territory to the 42-yard line. So Connor Grove gets it in the mix early, adding another potential receiver. Picks up nine. It'll be a second down and one. Nice job. And Connor made a move and two people missed. Uh, that, that was just a quick flank throw. Nice job. If they're going to get out in the flank, that's the way to do it early. Quick game. So it'll be a second down and one for the Seals as they're going to send wide receivers to each side again. Pastore drops back. Plenty of time. Now it's going to go deep down the right sideline. Trying to make a play out there is Bastion. And he's going to make the catch. Is that Bastion out there trying to get the number? And it looks like Brandon Heil that's, that's makes Brandon the catch Heil. as he makes an athletic play to come back for it at the 10-yard line. Seals Grove picks up the first down there in business at the Chickalimi 10-yard line after the 32-yard reception by your senior receiver. Uh, Pat, that would be another explosive play right there. Keep adding them in on the season as our stat man Zach Showers will mark that one down as another one to add in for the game notes next week. Wide receivers go to each side. They're going to go to the I formation. Pastore under center. Long count. Takes a snap. Deep man gets the call. Getting to the edge is Tucker Teeth. He's at the five. Spins to the goal line. Touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Three plays. That's a three-play drive. A 40, no, make it a 51-yard drive for the Seals Grove Seals, and they get on the board here quickly. We talked about quick, get on the board quickly and often. Boy, they're doing their part already taking their first drive into the end zone for the Seals Grove Seals as Carter Young will jog out and look to kick the extra point. Keats gets his sixth rushing touchdown of the season for the Seals Grove Seals. Good snap, holds good, the kick is up, plenty of distance, and it's good. So as you said, a three-play drive puts it into the end zone for the Seals Grove Seals, adding a little run in there at the end. As Tucker Teets takes it in after a three-play, 51-yard drive. Took one minute and 15 seconds. Tucker Teets, 10-yard touchdown run is sixth on the season. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Well, the long pass play was four verticals. Uh, they're Chickalimmi's playing a three-deep scheme. I saw that on film. I mentioned to, to Zach earlier uh, tonight, and it was open all week against uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Jersey Shore did the same play against Chickalimmi, which was open all night a week ago. Um, Seals came out for with two quicks on each side, as you called it, both twins set, double twin set. All four guys just went right down the field where they lined up. Chickalimmi couldn't cover it. Ball was underthrown a little bit, but... Brandon Heil came back, and then they just ran off tackle, and it was touchdown. And you nice say, execution. Yeah, and you say give your give your athletes, your your explosive athletes, an opportunity to make a play. And that's exactly what Brandon Heil did. 
so often you see that where the defender is still his momentum is going forward. He doesn't catch the ball, doesn't see it. Your your talented receiver, Brandon Howell, makes the adjustment and ends up being a huge explosive play. Finished off by the Tucker Teach 10-yard touchdown run to put the Seals up 7 nothing with 8.58 to go here in the first quarter. This kickoff sails out of bounds. It's the first time we've seen that all year long from your kickoff man to allow that one to get out of bounds. Can we talk about uh, Mark Pastore? He continued to be solid in his numbers, throwing for 162 yards on four for eight passing. It was the third 100-yard game in a row, the first time a Seals quarterback has done that since Danny Chuck did it five consecutive games at the end of the 2018 season. So, Mark Pastore, and we, we continue to say it. We're watching him grow up right in front of our eyes, put up good numbers. It sure He's is. Very efficient, just four for eight aboard a throw for 162 yards. First down at 10 for the Braves, trailing 7 nothing to the Seals. Got some movement up front. Spencer George yep. jumps off the left side. Man was going in motion. That was Isaac Schaefer Knights, and Spencer George took that as the play was going. He jumps off sides. It's going to be a walk-off of five yards. It'll be a first down and five at the Shikalimi 40-yard line for the Braves. Shikalimi was setting up a sprint out to the wide side of the field. I could just tell by where the, the, the tackle was setting. We'll see if they come back with that. Penalties have been an issue six a week ago for the Seals Grove Seals. You like that number around four, if not less. Six is too many, and we pick up one early there. Hand off to the deep man. Off the left side, Semko, nothing there. Blowed up at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a half a yard loss on the play. And hard to pick up exactly who was involved in that because there was a lot of guys on that right side. One guy I do see getting up is Damian Catherine in on the stop for the Seals. Have to bear with us. These new numbers are kind of tough to read from up here. Should we put that in the complaint box somewhere with these new jerseys? Yeah, it's in that round thing over in the left-hand corner there if you want to throw it in there. I'm sure Derek will check it later. Second down and five for the Braves, trailing 7 nothing to the Seals after a 10-yard touchdown run by Tucker Teeth. Splits coming by Rothmull. Deep man gets a call again off the right side. Hit as he crosses the 42-yard line and then just driven short. back. It's going to be short. Should come up to be a th- uh, third down in about a yard. 24 is a hard runner for Shikalemi. That's Wolf, Wolf on the carry, yeah. Age Wolf. He comes in with 275 yards on the season, 8.6 per carry, and he does have three touchdowns. So good call on that in terms of what his ability is. He's shown it throughout the season. Ran tough on that one. Short of a first down, though, so it'll be a third down and one for the Braves. Trying to move the chains here. Going to be a quick pitch. Wolf's going to have a first down and more. Into Seals Grove territory at the 45. Inside the 45, down to the 40. Three-yard line goes Gage Wolf on the first down pickup for the Braves. Big play for Trickalimi. They they attacked the perimeter. Seals Grove was blitzing inside with the linebackers, so there were no linebackers scraping on that play. That was Seals Grove caught him right there. That was a good good executed, well executed play, and and certainly a good call. It's their first down into Seals Grove territory. The Braves have it at the 43-yard line, trailing seven nothing to the Seals. Long count by Wirtman. It's going to give it to Wolf again. Off the right, he's blown up at the 41, falls forward to the 40. Look like Brandon Howe coming up from the backside. And also want to give credit to that Stephen Miller on the stop as well. Miller as well inside. 
And it's tough to see 42 and 43 because Othout comes up too, involved in a stop as well. So at a quick play there by the Braves, but Seals Grove quicker, able to get there, make the stop at the 40-yard line. It'll be a second down and seven, seven. to go for the Braves. Seals leading 7-0. Wide receiver to the right. Man in motion from left to right is Wolf. Deep man gets the call again at Semco. Nothing. Nothing. He's going to get to the 40 with forward momentum. That's going to be it. A host of gray shirts and on the stop once again. On the stop, see Corey Rumberger, second leading tackler on the night. And also, again, Othout in on the stop. I think Othout made the initial hit on that. So sets up a third down here for the Braves. 6-10 to go here in the opening quarter. Seals Grove leading 7 nothing. It's the fourth straight game that Seals Grove has jumped out to the lead. And they do it again here tonight with Semco going in motion from right to left. Wortman's going to look to throw. Quick throw out there. Catch is made. Going to be a first down pickup. It's going to take it just short of the 30-yard line on the reception that time was Pfeiffer. He makes the catch and a first down pickup for the Braves. Guys, we've seen that again. That's third week in a row. That's just a straight stop route flanker screen there's a lot of names for it but basically it's a a quick throw to the perimeter and this is what muhlenberg heard us on this is what berwick heard us on in the second half same exact play basically block inside throw the ball outside and give him an opportunity to run and it goes to pfeiffer second leading receiver coming in tonight he picks up the first down as the braves are on the move at the seals grove 31 yard line Wortman's going to drop back again, throw it in the flat, make it a catch is Semko. He's going to tiptoe out of bounds at the 24-yard line, the mark of the 25-yard line. So it's going to be a second down and four for the Shikalemi Braves doing the exact same thing again. Exactly. Everything up, yep, making those passes the out to the, yep, the flats. Attacking the flats. 3-5 defense, numbers game. you got eight people in the box. They're attacking outside underneath the, the, the deep third uh, defenders. Chickalemi in business at the Sealers Grove 25 yard line. Second down and four. Workman under center takes a snap, rolling to his right, under some pressure from Heil, who takes him down off the edge. <clears throat> Heil comes from the left linebacker position and uses that quickness we've seen all year long and able to get to Workman and took him down for the tackle. Workman's going to jog He's off the field as his helmet came off. So we'll have a new quarterback for this play. See if it is going to be Wetzel, the sophomore, number 10. Number 10, yes, that's who it is. He'll jog out. Lucas Wetzel. Good size, 6'2", 215 pounds. He's just a sophomore, so he's going to handle stuff here. It's a third down play here at the Seals Grove 30-yard line. Seals Grove leading 7-0 with 4.54 to go here in the first quarter. Wide receivers to each side. Takes look well overthrown his intended receiver that time. Wetzel looked like he had a man there, yeah, but the ball got away from him, sailed out of bounds. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. You almost don't blame him. He comes in a third down. You just seen the starting quarterback get blown up by Brandon Howe. You're probably coming in, he's, and he just let that one sail. He's staying in, Pat. They're keeping him in. Uh, he let that one sail. Of course, it's his first pass, as you know, as you just described. So Seals Grove on the defense again, side Miller, Maurer, and George up front, Cross and Howe, Rothamall, Othout, Rumberger, the linebackers, Almit, Bastion, and Hoover, the defensive backs. Shotgun formation, high snap, 
Able to corral. Roll into his right. Gets rid of it. Looking for a man. And the ball comes charged loose. And that's Heil making the hit. It was intended for Isaac Schaefer Knight. But it falls incomplete. Thanks to part by Brandon Heil, who separated the ball from the receiver. Tremendous pressure by the Seals. He did not have much time to get his head around to throw that football. I'm surprised he got it off. Super job by the Seals defense. Again, they just got to correct those. Teams are attacking the, the weak part of the defense, and that's that's exactly what we're seeing. I'm going to be a broken record with that, but we, they got to find a way to stop that. But ball turns over on downs after that incomplete pass. Seals Grove take over at their own 30-yard line, leading 7-0 here in the first quarter. Pastore's got all day underthrows his intended receiver. There's four verticals again. Same thing, same play from that, uh, similar to the long pass to Brandon Heil earlier in the in the uh, first quarter. Had him there. When you talk about the four verticals, you just, like you said, you got twins each side, and those guys are just taking off, running straight down the field, and Pastore picks who, who, exactly. who he wants out of it. They have three defenders. They have three secondary people and and someone's going to be open someone's going to be open most of the time it's that seam second down and 10 for the seals twins to each side once again lone back in the backfield along with pastori getting the shotgun snap here gets it hands it off to teats straight up the middle it looks like heil on the carry again bear with us as we're trying to deal with numbers with these gray uniforms and is that actually miller Othal? i think it was Othal. um <laughs> Miller. Is it Miller? It's yeah, Miller. it's Miller that time. Stephen Miller. As he got the call there going straight up the middle, he's able to pick up five. It'll be a third down and five for the Seals. Looks like Miller will stay in the backfield along with Pastore, and they'll stay with the same formation, sending wide receivers to each side. Third down and five for Pastore. Drops back, looking down the right seam. Got a man out there, makes the catch. Again, it's to, Bur- to Brave Territory. All the way to the 38-yard line, and that's your senior leading receiver, Nate Allman, making a catch. Same play. Essentially, that's the same play that we're talking about here, folks. It's four verticals, and Shikalimi cannot defend the play. That's Nate Allman making his 18th reception of the season. Came in tonight with two touchdown receptions to go along with that. Your senior receiver. Any good program, you have good seniors, solid seniors, and you have developing young guys, and this is what this team has right in front of us as they now have it in Chickalippi territory. And that's going to be Miller again on the carry up the right hash as they unfold there. It looked like it was Miller once again. I'm going to have to look at his shoes. Now he's got white tape on his shoes, so that's what we're going to have to gear in on because that is Stephen Miller. And, again, picking up another five. Boy, you like that wrinkle, too. He hasn't had a lot of carries on the season, if any, as he's been playing a tight end position, and now he's playing your lone back in the backfield. What another mix to throw in for the Seals offense. Second down and five. Seals leading 7 nothing. They have it at the Brave 33-yard line. Wide receivers each side. Pastore drops back. Rolling to his right. He's got some grass in front of him, but he's going to get rid of it. Looking to the deep of the end zone. Got a man out there in and out of the intended receiver's hands. Looked like a guy had a beat on it for the Seals, but it falls incomplete. And it'll bring up a second down, or third, third excuse me, down. third down and five for the Seals. Pastore waited just a hair too late on that. It was still a, a well-thrown ball, don't get me wrong. But if he catches him in stride the defenders can't get there what happens when you get into the red zone we're still outside the red zone but this the field condenses so so now that those 
those gaps, those areas shrink up a little bit, and that's what happened to him on that play. So see if they go back to something like that again. Like you said, he did have a man maybe just a little quicker on it. He's going to throw again, throwing left this time. It's got a man out there making a catch is Bastion. Inside the 20, inside the 15, and run out of bounds close to the 10-yard line. There's a flag on the far side, so there's going to be a conversation being had regarding the flag on the far side. It'll allow me to let you know that Saturday the Bisons are back after a bye as they'll host Cornell, 100.9 the value. Their pregame show starts at 3 with a kickoff at 3.30, and that's all a 100.9 the valley. As the Seals are walking back after what looked to be a good throw and catch and run by the Seals, but there's going to be a penalty on the play. Let's see what what he's saying. See, there's, I, I disagree with that call 100%. He did not. He, I think it was, uh, I think it was Brandon Heil. And at the last second, he was in the backfield. And he went up and stepped, but he was set for a second. He really was, because I was saying to myself, "This is a formation here." They go is back. It the same formation. Pastore drops back. Plenty of time. Looks right. He's got a man out there trying to make the catch. Overthrown. Falls incomplete. That was Nate Almond trying to make the catch at a full extension. Falls incomplete, and it's going to turn the ball over. No, it's going to be a punting situation here for the Seals Grove Seals as Carter Young will jog out to try to pin the Shikilami Braves deep in their own territory. You know, they'll stay with it because everything's open. <laughs> Everything that they're throwing. Shikilami hasn't adjusted to a two-deep two secondary yet. Maybe they will uh, this next series, but everything was open. Everything Carter. was open. Carter Young looking for a good snap here. Again, trying to pin the Braves deeper in their own territory. Got some jumping, looks like, on the left side. And Coach Kaiser all over his his guys for jumping. It's going to be five-yard walk-off. Do you think about going for it here when now you have it at inside the 35-yard line? I absolutely would, and I think they are. I think yep. that's exactly what Coach, Coach Ferrero yep. sending the offense back out in the field. So Still a fourth down play. So Kaiser knew exactly the significance of jumping there and the approach by the Seals Grove Seals. And this, talk about Smokadam Health Center, backbreaker play of the game. Boy, early on, that could be a huge one if Seals Grove is able to pick up a first down here on a fourth down and five and maybe turn it into another score as they have it at the Shikalemi Brave 34-yard line. Shotgun formation for Pastore. Under heavy pressure, rolls to his right, and he's going to be sacked. So it'll go all the way back out to about the 39-yard line, and it'll turn it over on downs to go back to the Shikalemi Braves after the sack by the Braves. It was, it was a strong safety blitz, outside linebacker blitz. He was untouched. Mark couldn't get away. So Seals Grove will go back on defense. They lead 7-0 with a quick moving 233 to go here in the first quarter. Lone score coming off of Tucker Teach's 10-yard touchdown run earlier in this quarter. Now Shikalemi has it first down and 10 at their own 38-yard line. Seals Grove showing blitz, now coming out of it. Quick pitch this time going to the left. Look like Wolf again. And it is, as he crosses the 40, it'll be short of the 45-yard line to the 44-yard line. A pickup six. It'll be a second down and four for the Shikalemi Braves. Boy, Pat, it's not a big secret what Shikalemi wants to attack. They're attacking the flank, attacking the perimeter, 
and that play went for a big play in their first series, I think. Um, it was just a quick pitch outside of the outside of the rush. So a second down here for the Braves, trailing seven nothing to the Seals. Blitz coming off the right. Pitch is going to go to the right for the Chicklemy Braves. Re- running back shaking off would-be tacklers and finally taken down, but first looks like he'll be able to stretch it for a first down for the Chicklemy Braves. That was a quick pitch to this side, the, the the wide side of the field. He just cut it back, missed a couple tackles here inside. First down for Chicklemy. And that was Schaefer Knights on the carry. Picking up the first down as the Braves have it at their own 49-yard line. Trailing 7 nothing, 135 to go here in the opening quarter. The Braves are able to stop the Seals on downs, a possession to go. Deep man gets the call. Again, off the left side. This is Semko pulling his way to the Seals Grove 46-yard line, finally to the 45-yard line. And he's a guy we talked to, Kevin Hurd, who covers the Braves. Semko's that senior, and, boy, he just runs hard straight through the tackles. They're, their backs run very hard, Pat. They, they're, these guys are, are no slouches, believe me. Reminds me of the Shemokin kids. And they're doing the same thing again, off the right side, pushing that line of scrimmage, and the Brave favor close to a first down. Looks like he's going to be short of a first down, so it's going to be a third down and one. And they're quickly get up to the line of scrimmage of the Braves as Parody comes into the game, and Rothamol will come out of the game here on the near side. Third down and one. Workman gets the call. He's going to hand it to the deep man and not going to get there. Big play by Heil. Big play. Heil coming off the edge again. Something you said last week that you just don't get a real good feel watching on film how very quick he is. You think you can get a quick belly play off, and he gets there so fast. Yeah, that's that's exactly what Shikolimi ran was the belly. Actually lost lost yardage on that due to your senior linebacker getting there. Now it's going to be a fourth down. And the Braves are talking about it here as we're going to come to the end of the first quarter. So they're going to have time to chit-chat about it. So we're going to flip sides of the field. A big play here to start the second quarter as the Braves will have it. Fourth down and two from the Seals Grove 43-yard line. Let's step aside, come back. This Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford as the Seals lead 7-0 over the Braves here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glicks heat and glow products. No heat? Better call McCreary. Furnace is broke. Better call McCreary. Boiler not boiling? Better call McCreary. Heat pump tune-up for winter. Already? Yep, already. Better call McCreary. Service repair installations. Call us, because we're the best. McCreary's HVAC. Oh, and even on for refrigeration. Better call McCreary's. Call 570-473-8815 or on that device of yours. McCreary's HVACinc.com. Better call McCreary's. Eagle107.com. Follow the Eagles all season long on Eagle 107 with Merle Reese and Mike Quick. Eagles host the Chiefs Sunday. The pregame starts at noon with a kickoff at 1 on Eagle 
107. We move into the second quarter. Seals Grove leading 7-0, but boy, the Braves have found some success running their offense. They're running the offense. They run wing T. It's a base wing T, which is very, very difficult to prepare for in four days. That's why a lot of teams do it. And that's why Southern is so successful. Obviously, they have good players as well. But, oh, they're going to punt here. I thought that uh, yeah, Coach following, Kaiser would go for this. Following the quarter ending, they decide to punt here. at Seals Grove adjusting as they go with the rugby punt. Now the punter's yeah. taken off. He's going to be tackled. He flips it back to his wow. up man, Sepko, and a big loss on the play. Seals Grove comes up with a big play there. Not sure I, if the punter looked like he was going to take off with it or he was just not able he, to get it off or what was going on, but it's the benefit to the Seals. It was in that gray area. I didn't know if he was going to do one of those rugby punts, but at the last second he kind of turned on the juice and didn't couldn't get outside of the, the end for the for the defensive end for Seals Grove. Pfeiffer is your punter, and like you said, he started going to the right. Looked like maybe he was going to take off with it. He was going to read it. Unable to get it off. He pitched it back to Semko. It's a turnover on down. Seals Grove in business. At the Brave 44-yard line, leading 7-0, just starting the second quarter. Tucker Teets off the right side, runs into a tackle, gets away from him, gets close to the 40-yard line, pick up a three for the sophomore quarterback, Tucker Teets. Take a look at this offensive line that's been good throughout the year last week and the game against Berwick and Schmokin as well, really coming alive. Logan Slogger, Straub, Rothamel, Katherman, Maurer, the tight end, Stephen Miller, who's played some fullback here tonight, but they've done a nice job for this Seals offense. Yes, they have. Fashion splits far to the left. Nate Almond to the right. Tight end on the right. That's Stephen Miller. Deep man gets a call. That's Tucker Teets. Straight up the middle. Gets a nice push. Should be short of a first down as he'll get it to the 37-yard line. So it's going to be a third down and medium for the Seals Grove Seals. That's that. They blocked that very well. That was a that was a look bigger than. And, on the play than what it ended up being. I thought it would be a five- or six-yard gain. It looks like that was about a three-yard gain um, and leaves third down and four. Cashner leading the way up front for the Chickalemi Braves on the stop. Big third down play here for Mark Pastore under center. Takes a snap, fakes it to the deep man, gets the pressure, gets rid of it. Got his tight end wide open at the 20. Pulls away from two tackles. He's at the 15. Still going. Shakes another guy. He's going to get... Into the end zone for a touchdown as the ball flipped out of his hands and into another man's hands. This will be an interesting call. As Coach Voss is looking for a touchdown call here, so you're really going to put these referees on the spot here to try to figure out exactly how you make that call and try to give it an idea. Stephen Miller made the catch, pulled away from three tackles, spinning and turning, and next thing you know, was that Nate Almond who ended up with it? Somehow ended up with it, and they're going to call it a touchdown for Nate Almond. You know what's great? I I just have to call it, and Zach's the one's got to figure out how to do the stats. I'd like to see the film, but I think the ball got punched out when he was being tackled, and it went to, to Nate. Who, who was in the right place at the right time. I don't know what the flag was for, though. Obviously, nothing it was, was against Shikalimi. Yeah, nothing was called there, so we're going to call that, as everybody else here, that that's a touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Nate Almond, the beneficiary of the punch by the Shikalimi Braves, and the extra point's good, and Seals Grove moves into the second quarter with the touchdown with 10.55 to go here in the first half. Again, you can catch very, that on video. Again, very our strange play. 
our SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. Can we rewind that and take a look? I don't know if Tony can do that. Rewind <laughs> that for us real quick. Tony's giving us the big no. But you can if you go home afterwards and you could watch. You could watch it as many times you want as you watch it on the archive. Go to SBC Sports app or go to the app, and you can uh, check out all the podcasts of all the previous games. As the Sealers Grove Seals, just like that, now lead 14 to nothing as we move into the second quarter. As Nate Almit, the senior, benefits from the fumble by Stephen Miller, who again was fighting for extra yardage. The ball came out. Nate Almit was the one standing there. He's able to take it in for the Seals Grove touchdown. 11 yard fumble recovery by Nate Almit after Miller had run. After making the catch, he got the yak yards of 26 yes, yards did. before Nate Almond finished off. I like Stephen Miller's involvement here tonight. He's run the ball. You know he's a wrestler. He's a strong kid. And, boy, when he made that catch, he becomes a running back and was running over defenders. We've said this from day one. Boy, we'd like to see a play-action pass. That was That's exactly what that was. It was essentially a, a keep pass, tight end right down the seam, wide open. As a kickoff. Return man to 20. 25, 30, got some speed as he gets beyond the 35-yard line, short of the 40 for the Shikalimi Braves. So Seals Grove adds another score on a three-play drive, covering 44 yards. Took 55 seconds. Again, Nate Almond ends up with the touchdown by the Seals Grove Seals, 11-yard fumble recovery after Stephen Miller made the catch, ran 26 yards. Seals Grove's extra point good. They now lead 14-0. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Now the Shikalemi Braves break out of the huddle at their own 38-yard line, trailing 14-0 to the Seals. Wortman looking over the defense, two backs in the backfield. He's going to give it for the sweep, going to the left. Good run that time once again. That's Schaefer Knights on the carry. It's it's a perimeter attack. It's called the wing T sweep and. Wing T terminology, that was 929 sweep. I don't know if they're using the numbers, but uh, they basically pulled two guards, inside trap moved by the fullback and a hand to the tail to the running back to that side with two guards in front of them. In layman's terms. It was a nice play by Shikalimi. So second down and short for the Braves. Knights goes in motion. This one's going to go to Wolf. Nothing there. Stop for a loss. A loss on the play. Coming off that Brandon Heil once again as he moved to the right side. What do we call the star position? Is that the terminology yes, exactly. for Brandon Heil? Uh, that's that's what he was. Now, Seals Grove's defense to the wing tee, it looks like just penetration, which is the best way to defend the wing tee, quite frankly. The problem is if they do get a flank, there's nobody left. Um, and, and that's what happened with Schick in a few occasions. Third and long. Third down and long for the Braves. They have it at their own 43-yard line. Blitz coming. Wirt's going to pitch it to the right. Is that Wolf or Knights with the call? It's going to be a short of a first down. It's going to take it out to the 47-yard line. So short of the first down, bring up a fourth down for the Braves. Interested what they'll do here, whether Pfeiffer will drop that to punt it away. That's look like that's what they're going to do here. So good stop by the Seals Grove defense, 40, forcing a punting situation for the Braves. As you said, Pat, it'll be interesting to see what they do. It's, it's their offensive personnel. They only sub one person. One comes on for the quarterback. That's it. The rest of the offensive personnel. 
And Pfeiffer will kick this one away. The line drive kick. And it, oh, man, touched it. And fortunate oh. for the Seals, able to jump on top of it. As Gavin Bastion, the, it was a strange line drive coming right at him. And he turned and tried to make the catch. Coach Mike's explaining to him, do your best to get away from that. Seals grow fortunate, though. They jump on the ball. And they'll have it first down and 10 at their own 35-yard line. You know, I don't know if he, he saw that ball. Yeah, I think I, it hit him in the back, back of, the, of his leg. Uh, that's tough on that type of a, a poor punt, really. Well, that's what you worried about. Sometimes punts are yes. so bad they can go to your benefit. And Seals grow fortunate that way. Like you said, he either turned or got half turned. And, but Seals Grove able to jump on top of it as they lead 14-0. Wide receivers to go to each side. They have it at their own 35-yard line with 8.43 to go in the first half. Deep man gets the call. Not much there. They get a little bit of a push to get maybe two yards. That's going to be it. It'll be a second down and eight for the Seals. Nice push. Nice push. Again, maybe it's our, our standpoint from up here in the press box. Those plays look to me like they're getting better yardage and it came up with two yards it looked like he was five yards <laughs> maybe it's my eyes maybe it's those new uniforms again that's what it exactly <laughs> it's nothing to do with your eyes <laughs> <laughs> five receivers each side after the two-yard pickup second down and eight eye formation pastori drops back quick throw out to nate Albert. makes the catch at the 40 sips arm his receiver ball comes out goes out of bounds as a work for a first down, gets outside of the 45 to the 47-yard line. Senior receiver Nate Almond coming off of a fumble recovery off a Stephen Miller fumble touchdown. Gets a catch there, picks up a good first down. Move the chains for the Seals Grove Seals. Hey, the Shikolimi Braves are taught well. They punched that one out as well. And I think that's what happened with, with Miller's ball, uh, which ended up being a touchdown. They're punching the ball, which is a good thing. It went out of bounds. Well, now it's up a first down and 10 for the Seals. Pastore under center. Long count. Turn. Give it to D-man. Heil off the left. He's going to be tripped up. He's not going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a half-yard loss on that. Give credit to Sepko on the stop. Also, there was number eight, and that's Elijah Fernandez on the stop for the Chickalimi Braves. Big defensive end, Caden Hoffman, made a nice play on that as well. The far defensive end. Take a look at the Blaze Alexander Nissan out of town scoreboard. Updated scores. Lewisburg leading Central Columbia 6-0. Mifflinburg up on Milton 7-0. Jersey Shore leading Shimokin 7-0. That's our Blaze Alexander Nissan out of town scoreboard. Pastore rolls to his right. Look it. Got a man open. Making a catch. Is that Miller making a catch? I'm looking at his shoes. I see tape. So that is Stephen Miller making the catch. It'll be short of a first down, but it is into brave territory at the 46-yard line to set up a third down and about three for the Seals. Boy, is Mark Pastore pulling the trigger much better than he has all year. He, Again, we'll say it. He's really becoming a quarterback now. That was a nice throw. Nice throw and catch. And it's a wrinkle. They've hit the tight end here. They've Stephen Miller had the big run before fumbling it, and he... Had to catch there. Pastore, plenty of time, and then he's going to be buried. Coming in 15, makes a stop. That's Caleb Yoder, a big hit on your sophomore quarterback, Mark Pastore, coming up a little bit of hitch up in his giddy-up as he comes to the sideline. Right when I was praising him, he, he was holding Coach Coach Ferraro's talking to him right now. I'm sure that's exactly what he's telling him. He's holding the ball a little bit too long. Deliver the football. 
Carter Young. Pipe for bat, waiting for the Carter Young punt. Looking for a good snap. Gets one. Got plenty of time. Gets rid of it. It's good. It's going to be a short kick. Maybe get a good roll as it bounces at the 28. And it does. It gets a real good roll. Rolls all the way to the 20-yard line. It goes out of bounds. And that's where the Shigalimi Braves will take over. They trail 14-0 to the Seals Grove Seals. The Seals scores coming off of Tucker Teets 10-yard touchdown run and a fumble recovery off of Stephen Miller fumble by your senior, Nate Ahmed. Extra points have been good. And right now, Seals Grove leading 14-0 over the Shigalimi Braves with 5.55 to go here in the first half. Our Blaze Alexander Ford built for tough game of the week. It's Milton Mifflinburg. And as you said, the updated score on that is Mifflinburg leading Milton 7-0. That's our Blaze Alexander Ford built for tough game of the week. Wortman under center. Wide receiver to the left. Blitz coming. Turn. Give it to the up man. It looked like Sepko getting the call that time as he crosses the 25-yard line. Looks like it'll give him out to the 27-yard line. It's all good. Powerful run once again by Simco, your senior for the Braves, as he's going to pick up close to seven yards. It's going to be a second down and three for the Braves. Braves are really clicking. That that was a down play, an off tackle play by the fullback, blocked very well, and and they're as I said, they're clicking. That's a seven yard gain. And guys up front, Spencer George, Stephen Miller, and Mauer. Wortman rolling to his right. Gets rid of it. He's got a man out there by the first down marker. Makes the catch. Goes out of bounds. Looks like he'll have enough for a first down. And for the Braves, and I appreciate the chain gang over there. He doesn't drop the chain, so I know where the first down marker is. <laughs> for those that don't know what I'm talking about, last week, the guy at Muhlenberg, as soon as the ball started coming his way, he dropped, dropped the chain. and ran. <laughs> and maybe he's had an experience. I can't critique the guy. <laughs> too much, but I don't think you realize the broadcasters use the chain to figure out what the first down marker is. But that guy held on to it, so I know it's a first down for the Braves as they have it at their own 32-yard line. Wortman goes sweet to the left this time as Schaefer Knights is going to pick up close to seven yards on that, maybe eight as he gets it out to the 40-yard line. It'll be a second down, and there is a flag to talk about here on the run that time by Schaefer Knights as he found room off the left side on the sweet play. That's, that's going to take Shikalimi back. Yeah, the interesting thing, too, Pat, they're running the football. They're down 14 points. This isn't necessarily the, the type of offense that's conducive to come back quickly, right? I mean, uh, I think it's playing into Seals Grove's favor right now, and, of course, a big penalty. Now it's first and 20 versus uh, second down and three, but... Um, I think Shikalimi's got to open things up here a little bit. As they trail 14-0 on, with five minutes to go here in the first half. And Wortman only 35% on his passing. They go with the handoff again off the right side on that first down and very long. Nothing there, maybe a yard, and that's going to be it. As they set the ball about the 23-yard line. I, I think that was Connor Grove coming up from his secondary position making that tackle again perimeter run that was a sweep to the to the tight end wing side again no i don't think shikalimi can come back in a game running these plays they're running the clock down is what they're doing and well my observation after 420 i mean with 420 to go here in the first half they have it 
deep in their own territory. Second down and called it about 19 to pick up the first down. Shotgun formation. Quick pass out there to Hoffman. Makes the catch. Nate Hoffman there. Gets help from his other gray shirts. And he's going to be blown up on the play. And a loss on the play after the catch by Hoffman. One, two, three. I'm counting how many gray shirts were at the ball. There were six. Six of 11 were at the ball. And he caught the ball and took one step. That's pursuit. And you say about running, and then your passing department, you throw a quick pass, and it's it's less than what they've been able to do with run the ball. So if that's your passing, you are better off running the ball because the clock continues to run, as you said. 3.30 to go here in the first half. Seals Grove leading 14-0 on this whiteout for the Seals Grove student body. Workman's going to keep it this time. He's going left, and he's going to stay in bounds. Good tackle again by your senior quarterback, Nate Albee, coming up making the stop. Teague Hoover there to help out, and also Rumberger in case there was any more that Workman was going to try to pull off there. But Nate Albee, true tackle on that one. It's going to be a punting situation as Tucker Teets and Teague Hoover will drop back and wait for the Piper punt. Great defense set up, possibly, and... An offensive play here off of the punt return. Let's see how we do. This is this is typical Seals Grove fashion. They'll look to try to get a wall and see if they can take it the other way. Pfeiffer gets a snap, gets it away. It's a line drive kick over end over end. As T. Hoover is going to come up, make the catch. Makes a man miss at the 47-yard line. And he's going to take it into, nope, they're going to mark it right at midfield. The stop that time for the Braves was Yoder on the punt coverage team, but Seals Grove at midfield in business with 2.42 to go here in the first half. They are leading 14-0, and they do have three timeouts remaining. Teague Hoover, nice return. He doesn't think it's a nice one because he's not in the end zone, but <laughs> that was about a seven-yard return that uh, he worked for, for sure. I know one thing Bill Parcells always said about catching the ball not allowing giving up all those yardage when the ball's rolling around back there and they did it just then this goes to teats off the left blown up sepco comes up that was wolf gage wolf the wolf got there and made the play a loss on the play as you call steve so it's going to be a second down and 12 wolf we've talked about him running the ball but we also know his effectiveness on the defensive side and boy he showed up on that play there yes loss did. on the play Yes, he did. Ball back in Seals Grove territory at the 48-yard line. They lead 14-0 with 2.05 to go here in the first half. With wide receivers to each side, Nate Allman in the slide on the left. That's where Pastore's looking. Gets it to him. Makes the catch. Nothing. Tackled immediately that time. That was Fernandez on the stop that time. Elijah Fernandez, just sophomore, Steve, makes a stop there for the Braves. Nice job. Chickalemi's playing with some emotion right now, playing with some energy. They really are. So Seals grow forced into a third down and 10 right at midfield. This Big is play. where maybe you see Bastion on the street down the left sideline. He's going to line up on the left side in the slot, though. They're going to have twins. So you talk about the four verticals. That's what we're going to see here with Stephen Miller in the backfield along with Pastore on this third down and 10. Man goes in motion. That's Bastion. He comes to the right under heavy pressure at Pastore. Looking downfield, he's going to run, get back to the original line of scrimmage, and that's going to be it. He's going to be stopped there, be a fourth down and 10, and the punting team jaws out onto the field. And there's whistles being blown here. The Shikalimi Ty- Braves. Timeout, Shikalimi. Shikalimi Braves will take a timeout. Follow the Steelers all season long on 100.9 the Valley. The Steelers 
head to Lambeau Sunday to take on the Packers. Pre-game starts at 225. The kickoff at 425 on 100.9. The Valley, all part of the Sunbury Broadcasting Sports Schedule. Stick around at halftime. We'll, we'll give you the stats from our Statman Zach Showers. We'll give you our, do you remember this game? It's a Shikalimi game of years gone by. Stick around for that. And then we'll get the Murphy O'Brien as she gives us our Seals Athletic Rundown as big happenings here on the playing field for the Seals Grove Seals throughout the school district. So stick around for that as Murphy will run down this week's Seals Athletic Rundown. Appreciate the positive responses I've gotten for Murphy, and she does her research, yeah, gets all the week. scores. And I had one lady say, I can get rid of the post or the uh, daily item. I don't need it anymore. There Murphy gives go. me all the scores I need. I said, if that helps out the budget, get rid of it. She appreciates it, says it's clear, it's crisp, you can hear it. She gives you everything you need when it comes to Seals Athletics. So stick around at halftime as Murphy will run that down for you. Punny situation as Carter Young will drop back, trying to pin the Braves deeper in their territory late here in the first half. Seals Grove leading 14-0, high snap, one-hand grab by Carter Young, and he just kicked it away and fortunate to be able to as the ball is going to roll close to the 30-yard line. And Talk about our eyes. If my eyes didn't see me, that was a... Odell Beckham, one-hand one grab hand. by Carter Young on that just to get it away. It was almost blocked. That was a good, great job by him getting the ball away. It wasn't a terrific punt, but under the duress that he had, and there it, were two Shikolimi Braves in his face. And I know you talked about earlier in the season when you're deep in your end zone, the terminology is catch and kick, catch right? Catch and kick. And, and that's, that's what, what he, he was did. forced to do there on that. He didn't get his feet underneath him or anything. He just caught it, one-handed, and got rid of it. Good job by your sophomore punter, Carter Young. Shot guard more formation for Wortman. Throws it out here. It's got Sam go, and he's just blown up. Blown up by Brandon, Brandon Heil after Semko made the catch. You'll get a half yard, but your senior linebacker blew it up. Blew it up is exactly what you described. Wow. We talk about explosive plays on the offensive side. Every once in a while, you get an explosive play on the defensive side. And Brandon Hiles has been bringing it all year long. Your senior linebacker and Sepko made the catch, able to hold on to it, but just got blown up by your senior linebacker. Number two, Brandon Hile. They do pick up a half yard. Sepko goes in motion from left to right. Workman looking for the quick throw again to Hoffman. Makes a catch. Got some room. Close to a first down after he picks up about eight. Looks like they'll mark him short for first down, so it's going to be a third down and one after Hoffman makes the catch for the Braves. Timeout will be taken here by the Seal. Nope, by the Braves. 14 seconds. 14 seconds to go in the first half. Seals Grove leading 14-0. Again, scoring come. 10-yard touchdown run by Tucker Teets, his sixth of the season. And then Seals Grove were fortunate after Stephen Miller made a great catch, running over defenders. Ball got punched out, as Steve talked about. The Braves are trained well about punching the ball out. We've seen the ball get squirted out multiple times here tonight. But Nate Allman was able to be there on the recovery and took it in for the touchdown after the fumble recovery from 11 yards. And that's where we stand after two Carter Young extra points. Seals Grove leading 14 to nothing with 14 seconds to go here. In the first half. Seals Grove in their all gray uniforms. Charcoal gray, maybe people were talking about. Got the blue numbers outlined in white. Leading 14-0 as Workman following a timeout will be a shotgun formation. In the backfield with them will be Schaefer Knights. 
They have two wide receivers each side. Now man goes in motion, and that is, is that Wolf. Now it's going to be a keeper by Wortman, and he'll be tackled at the 40-yard line and taken to the turf there. Fourth down. Looks like that'll be it. That's Spencer George making the stop, and there's going to be a timeout taken here by Derek Hicks as he'll try to force the Braves to punt this one away. And Well, when you have the explosiveness from your return guys, you love to see them get one more touch as you'll sure. send back Tiger Hoover and Tucker Teets waiting for this punt. Yep. Or, or, or Brandon Heil off the edge. Or do you take it? Do you snap it, and he just starts running back towards the end zone and just take a slide. Make sure you run the clock out. <laughs> Could be. Because you don't want to give it to the explosive punt returns, as you said. I mean, then you add in at Brandon Howell coming off the edge, and lots can happen here for the Seals Grove Seals. Derek Hicks quick on there to call that timeout. Seals Grove leading 14 nothing. The other thing is you get a snap to Workman, and does he just chuck it as far as he can, hoping to run out the last four seconds here? Workman will stay in, so it tells you that they are going to do something like that, whether he takes the snap and does the running back, because uh, the only change they make when they punt it is they bring another guy in and Workman comes out. But four seconds to go here. Workman's going to take it, drop back, roll it to his right, will run out the clock. Now he's going to take off and slide at the 40-yard line, and that wrap up the first half. Steels Grove leading the Shikalemi Braves in the Rally in the Valley game. Here on Eagle 107.com. They're leading 14-0. Stick around. We got our stats from our stat man. We'll get the Seals athletic rundown from Murphy O'Brien. We'll get you remember this game segment as well as Steve's analysis of that first half as the Seals look to try to make it four in a row. Seals Grove leading here 14-0. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 at Eagle 107. Blaze Alexander Nissan has the new Nissan you want, in stock or on the way. Looking for the newly redesigned 22 Pathfinder? We have four in stock and many more on the way. Reserve yours today. Need a truck? Reserve the all-new 22 Nissan Frontier coming soon. Looking for used? We have the largest pre-owned Nissan inventory ever. And they're priced to sell. The time is now to save. Check us out online at alexandernissan.com or stop and shop Alexander Nissan. We're taking deals the other guys won't. School can be complicated, but banking doesn't have to be. Whether it's saving money for a car, depositing cash from your summer job, or trying to figure out what building credit means, you never have to worry. Because for all of your money questions, you've got Nori Bank. Find us at noribank.com and stop by any of our branches to get started. The Northumberland National Bank. Member FDIC. In an average lifetime, we have 7 to 10 major events. We buy our first car, rent or buy our first home, get married, start a business, have children, a child starts driving, and we retire. But life is not always average or predictable. For all of life's events, common or exceptional, Sholly Insurance Agency is here to help. Family owned and operated in Lewisburg, Sholly Insurance Agency offers coverage for your home, auto, life, business, and employee benefits through best-in-class carriers like Grange Insurance. Sholly Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at sholleyagency.com. Hello. Um, is this the pizza shop? Yeah, that's right. What do you want? I would like to order a 
order pizza for delivery? Well, stop flapping your jaw. Tell me what you want there. Cupcake? Cupcake? No, I, I want pizza. Yeah, I got that. But you're wasting my time with all this nonsense instead of giving me your order. Want a more pleasant experience when you're hungry? Well, Bella's Pizza and Ceilings Grove will treat you like family. Call or stop in before or after the game. At Bella's, your hometown pizza shop, enjoy delicious handmade pizza, subs, wings, and more. Open seven days a week for pickup, dine-in, or delivery. Call 570-374-2900. Bella's Pizza, 29 South Market Street in Sealands Grove. Like them on Facebook. Eagle 107. Welcome back to the Eagle 107 SBC Sports Live YouTube channel halftime show. As the Seals Grove Seals go into locker room, and locker room leading 14 to nothing. The Seals Grove were very familiar with taking leads into halftime. And something we talk about, Steve, was deferring to the second half. So you're up 14 nothing. You've had a whole half to watch. And you talk about what they're running with the wing tee and how difficult it is to defend. You go in halftime now, able to make those adjustments and come out with the ball already leading 14 nothing. It's fall right into their hands. Yeah, and we talked about how how they're playing how how ceilings was ceilings was playing very hard they've got some open people out there as you saw we had had uh I don't know how many three or four explosive plays that led to scores but shikalimi running their offense we we mentioned this wing t is so difficult to prepare for in a week when you don't see a lot of it used to see a bunch more and then you could you know group those together with your preparation but that's what's really happening here. They're seeing things they're not, Seals Grove seeing things they're not typically seeing so far this year, uh, even though some teams have a bastardized type of wing tee. These guys are typical wing tee, which, again, when you get down playing the wing tee, you better open it up and start airing the ball a little bit, or you're not going to, they'll just seat up the clock on themselves. And that's kind of what happened in the second quarter there. We're at halftime. Seals Grove leading 14 nothing over the Shikalimi Braves in the Rally in the Valley game here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. And so what we saw early on was that they were throwing the quick pass and stuff. What we saw Burrowick, we saw Muhlenberg last week, but they've gotten away from that because, like you said, they've been able to run the ball here. So if they're trying to make the adjustments to stopping that, you know, good coaching, end up flipping it out, and you start throwing those quick passes out, out once again. Yeah. But one thing Derek will say could be Berwick had some success, lost 42-14. Correct. And Muhlenberg has some success and lost 20-3 to to Seals Grove. So in terms of it being successful, you know, how successful has it been? Because we're not seeing results, and Chickalippi's not getting yeah, results here today they're, either. They're getting, you know, six, seven yards uh, on runs and then – you know, look like what happened there in the second quarter. Shikalimi just made a couple of bad mistakes. Now it's, you know, second and 20. But, um, you know, they're they're in their kind of flow of the game. But as we said, when you're down 14 nothing, you can't continually run in wing T sweep or the belly play. I expect Shikalimi to maybe run some waggles, some key pass off of it to get stretch the field a little bit. But even so... The Seals have been getting to him, and Heil got to the quarterback how many times here, and the pressure is just overtaking it. I think the key to this game for Seals Grove here, score again. They got the ball because yep. of deferring, and really staying focused and playing their game. I, I think you get out of that a little bit and get you know, a little bit, oh, oh wow, it's the wing tee. Play their game. They're, they're good enough, and they're up now. I think that's the key, and that's probably what Coach Hicks is telling them. 
We're at halftime. Seals Grove leading 14-0. The Chickalemi Brave entertaining. Good crowd here tonight at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Beautiful night. We're in October, and it feels like that tonight. So if you're listening at home or listening here in the stadium, glad you are. If you're watching it on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel, we appreciate your viewers viewing in or looking in on that as well. Seals Grove leading 14-0. Next week, Seals Grove will be on the road. They'll take on Central Mountain, who's playing very well here in the season. Their only loss coming to Williamsport, but Central Mountain's playing well. They were able to beat the Shikolimi Braves at the beginning of the year 12-0. Central Mountain beat Shemokin 35-34 in a shootout as well. So Central Mountain's playing well, and that's where Seals Grove will go next week. We'll be there 6 o'clock for our pregame show. Interview with Derek Hicks at 6.30 and the kickoff at 7 o'clock on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. Now we check in with Murphy O'Brien as Murphy brings our our Seals athletic rundown of results and scheduled throughout the week. The boys' soccer team started off the week with a win on Saturday over Millville 5-1 before falling to Williamsport. They bounced back later in the week to get a 5-0 win over Mifflinburg. The girls' soccer team won two of three on the week with wins over Danville and Williamsport, but they dropped their game against Mifflinburg. Field hockey dropped two games this week, the first against Hazleton and then to Wyoming Seminary. Boys' cross-country swept all opponents this week, while the girls' cross-country team came up short against Jamokin and Hughesville. The girls' tennis team beat Williamsport on Monday and split their matches against Jersey Shore. With the win over Jersey Shore, this secures the league title for the Seals. They finish their regular season at 12-2 with postseason to follow. Speaking of district play, the Seals golf team brought home the gold medal as they won the District 4 title. Congratulations to the entire golf team. This is Murphy O'Brien. Join me each week for the Seals Athletic Rundown on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Seals Grove Ford, your number one certified pre-owned Ford dealer in Central PA, is a proud supporter of all Seals Grove students and athletes. A Seals Grove Ford certified car. It's not just another car, it's Ford certified and backed by the best warranty in the business. So if you're looking for confidence, great value, and peace of mind on your next pre-owned car, Seals Grove Ford is the place to go. See their inventory at SealsGroveFord.com. At the bridge in Seals Grove, home of Mr. Sharpie and Sharp Pencil Deals. Go Seals! Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service Hubble's Wharf, your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line and without an appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road in Pennsylvania Avenue, Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. That's a touchdown good for four points. Huh? They're going to mark off this penalty at least 112 yards. What is going on? Numbers matter, and they matter most when it comes to your money and income taxes. I'm Bill Booker, CPA, and I'm in my second decade of serving clients in the Seals Grove area. Please visit me for all of your personal and business income tax needs. My office, William D. Booker, CPA, is located at 530 South Market Street. I look forward to assisting. As a proud Seals Grove parent and resident, I want to wish good luck to all of the Seals Grove Seals and Susquehanna Riverhawk sports teams. 
Hello, sports fans. WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland is proud to be the Susquehanna Valley's family-owned and operated Subaru dealership since 1965. So come on in now and check out and save on the all-new Subaru models. Start your adventure in a safe, reliable, and fuel-efficient ride. Amazing financing offers for well-qualified applicants. Stop by WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland or check out their deals on Facebook and at WNLSubaru.com. The Susquehanna Valley's all-wheel drive headquarters. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Eagle 107, Eagle107.com and the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel halftime show. As Seals Grove leading here at halftime, 14-0 over the Shikalimbi Braves. It started off with Tucker Teets, 10-yard touchdown run, took three plays, 51 yards to cover, took a minute and 15 seconds and came with 8.58 to go in the first quarter. And Seals Grove led 7-0 at that point. That would be the score at the end of the first quarter before Nate Almond scooped up a fumble by Stephen Miller and was able to race 11 yards for the touchdown. That came with 10-41 to go in the second quarter. Three-play drive, 44 yards and 55 seconds. The extra point by Carter Young, good. And Seals Grove led 14-0 with 10-41 to go in the first half. That's all the scoring tonight. Seals Grove leading 14-0, shutting out the Braves in that first half off of two touchdowns, one by Teets and the other by your senior, Nate Almond, on the fumble recovery. Take a look at the numbers for tonight's game. First, looking at the team numbers. Seals Grove, four first downs. Chickalibi, four. The rushing department, Seals Grove has not gotten that going. They only have 15 yards rushing, while Chickalimi has 44 yards rushing. Pass department, that's where it's come. And a couple big plays, again, for the Seals Grove Seals as they have 110 yards through the air, while the Chickalimi Braves just 24. So, Total yards on the night so far here in the first half. Seals Grove 125 and the Chickalimbi Braves 68. Penalties, both teams have two penalties on the night. No turnovers. And again, the big play here tonight. Almond scoops up the fumble and takes it 11 yards in for the touchdown. What jumps out on you off the paper there, Steve, as you take a look at those team number and the stats? There's not much offense with either team, but yet... Seals Grove has big explosive plays, which we've seen the last three weeks. Uh, you and I just talked about, you know, I, I want I wanted to see what the third down conversion would be in this first half. We don't have that yet, but it really doesn't matter because they're up 14 to nothing. But I think it's going to come into play as this game goes on. This is a key drive for Seals Grove. They're getting the football because they deferred to the second half. Again, they've seen things. I think it's going to open up a little bit for them. It's very important for them to sustain a drive, keep the chains going, and score some points right here. Look at individual numbers first for the Shikalmi Braves in the rushing department. Wolf, seven carries, 28 yards. Semko, six carries for 20 yards. Schaefer, Knights, three carries, 16 yards. Passing department, Wortman, six for seven, just 24 yards. Simco has two catches. Pfeiffer has two catches as well. For the Seals Grove Seals in the rushing department, Teets, five carries, 17 yards. One of them coming on a 10-yard touchdown run. Also, Miller's got two carries for 10 yards for the Seals Grove rushing attack. For Pastore, seven for 10, 110 yards. For your sophomore quarterback, again, very efficient for the 7-10. to 10. One thing you always talk about that is, and you, you go on the uh, the Ken O'Brien, for guys that know Ken O'Brien, play for the Jets, or the Dan Marino. Ken O'Brien always had real good high percentage passing, but a lot of sacks. 
Damarino didn't have a lot of sacks, but his passing percentage was down because when he felt the pressure, what did he do? Got rid of it. And that's something you're talking quick, about, Pastore, as he quick, grows into quick, the position. Quick release. And, and those one, he's when he makes the quick decision, and this is a young quarterback here, he's really done a great job with that. And he's progressed with the quick, quick game. We saw on, on the touchdown, the fumbled touchdown play was a, was a play-action pass, which we hadn't seen much of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, little bit ironic because what do you, you, if you're running the football a lot, run some play action well they did he did a nice job with that when he's in a five-step drop back situation it seems like he's really zoning in on one thing and if it's not there he's holding the football shikalimi gets pressure and that's what we've seen happen and that's taken away from some of the the rushing yards too i'm sure oh yeah you know when when you get sacked i think I think Schick has gotten to him at least three times. Um, but that comes. That comes as you get more experience. Sure. And right away I saw Coach Ferrero just go to him and talk to him when he came out. He's just holding the ball a little bit on those type of plays. I think continue to do what they're doing. It's successful, obviously. Right. And this this half, this, this drive specifically, let's get something going. Take our final break, come back. Seals have taken the field following the first half or following the halftime. We'll come back. They'll get the ball to start the second half. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 at eagle107.com. Blaze Alexander Nissan has the new Nissan you want in stock or on the way. Looking for the newly redesigned 22 Pathfinder? We have four in stock and many more on the way. Reserve yours today. Need a truck? Reserve the all-new 22 Nissan Frontier coming soon. Looking for used? We have the largest pre-owned Nissan inventory ever and they're priced to sell. The time is now to save. Check us out online at alexandernissan.com or stop and shop Alexander Nissan. We're taking deals the other guys won't. Okay, Anthony, we got a busy day again today. Let's get moving. Ma, I know. Orders for our famous Italian subs, our brosciutto paninis, and a ton of cannolis have to be made. Ma, I know. If you know, then you gotta get moving. Our customers count on us to bring them our authentic Italian experience. I know, Ma. Our Lewisburg Deli brings a piece of Brooklyn to the valley. I got it, Ma. Don't worry about it. Well, if you got it, Anthony, then start working before I show you a piece of Brooklyn. I'm Noah from the Lewisburg Deli Contestant on Market Street in downtown Lewisburg, where Mary Lynn, Anthony, and I will treat you like family to serve you our authentic Italian foods. Visit us at lewisburgdelicatessen.com and on our Facebook page. Are you looking for a job? Join a team with over 40 years of experience. Truck and Trailer Sales of Seals Grove, the largest tractor-trailer dealership in the region, has immediate openings for truck drivers for commercial trucks. A CDL is a must, or they will train the right person. Please apply in person at Truck and Trailer Sales, 1273 South Market Street, Seals Grove, or call 570-374-1114. Make your decision an excellent choice. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey fans, how about some food? Try their burgers and sandwiches, chicken baskets, and meal deals. And fall's favorite pies are in pumpkin and pecan pie Blizzard treats. Tell the whole stadium, before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals, go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Harold L. Bowling Memorial Field. Seals Grove leading here at halftime 14-0. Hey, do you remember this game? 
It came October 8, 2010, as Seals Grove would take on Shikalemi. They'd find themselves trailing 7 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Kyle Reiner, one-yard touchdown run, complete an 11-play drive, and Seals Grove cut into the lead, still trailing 7-6 to after the extra point, no good. They go at halftime, trailing the Braves 7-6 to back in 2010, but then Rager would get a 15-yard touchdown reception to make it 14-7 after a two-point conversion is good, but then Chickalimi came back as Pratt had a, Tyler Pratt had a 24-yard touchdown reception to tie it up at 14-14. Well, that would be the score at the end of the third quarter back on October 8, 2010. Seals Grove and Chickalimi tied 14-14. Kyle Reiner would get a second touchdown of the night, 11-yard touchdown run. That made it 21-14 to seals. But then Pope, Garrett Pope, would come back on a three-yard touchdown run, the extra point good, and with 2.46 to go in the game, was tied 21-21. Then Spencer Hotelling would be able to tee up a 21-yard field goal with eight seconds to go, completed a seven-play drive, covering 49 yards, took a minute and one second. The field goal from 21 yards out, good by Spencer Hotelling and the senior Beat the Shikalimi Braves on that field goal, 24-21. Do you remember that game, October 8, 2010? As Seals Grove here leading 14-0 over the Shikalimi Braves. As that wraps up the halftime, the Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel halftime show. As Seals Grove will get the ball to start the second half, leading 14-0 over the Shikalimbi Braves. You heard Steve's analysis. Get the ball here. Get some points on the board. Get a good drive. Try to get up 21 nothing. And on a Shikalimbi team that sits at 1-4, try to take any momentum, any confidence they may feel here coming into the second half by getting a quick score. They got guys lined up. A lot of chit-chat by Derek. He's up trying to get his kids ready for anything. Yep. They... they uh got a bit of an onside kick last week or attempted it against jersey shore that's what they're preparing here for as it's teed up and it's a swift kick it'll bounce at the 30 roll out of bounds at the 17 yard line it'll go out of bounds and so seals grove was chit-chatting with you saw Derek talking to his guys and you wonder if last week it actually was was it i didn't say was it an onside kick or just like that just like that similar to that so Seals Grove will get great field position to start the second half. His sophomore quarterback, Mark Pastore, very efficient again in that first half. Seven for 10, 110 yards. As Seals Grove will break out of the huddle. First down at the 10 at their own 35-yard line as we start the second half. Two wide receivers, one to each side. I formation, deep man gets a call. That's Teets. As he's trying to pull his way to the 40, and he will before he slammed to the turf. That time, number two in on the stop. That's Schaefer Knights for the Braves, but it's a five-yard pickup right. and a second down and five. Very positive play right there. This That's what they hadn't gotten in the first half. Second and five. Sales Grove will huddle it up here. Tucker Teets will come out here to the near side, on to the sideline as... Gavin Bastion, two touchdown receptions a week ago, splits to the right. Senior receiver Nate Allman to the left. I formation, oath out the fullback. Pastore under center, takes a snap, gives it to Heil. Second level, midfield, into break territory, up the right sideline. One man to beat, 20, makes a move at the 15, makes another move at the 10, 5, touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. 
Can we call well, an explosive play? Ex- another explosive play. Very well executed. Very well executed. As the first one was. As now Gavin Bastion has to take off his receiver gloves and go out and snap on this extra point, but what moves at the end there a move made at the 15 yard line another move had to be made at the 10 yard line and brandon Hall extended to the right pylon to get into the end zone for his third rushing touchdown of the season for your senior tailback brandon Hile. looked like there was a little bit of counter action in the backfield which may have pulled their linebackers to the right let's see what the what the call is here Field goal or a touchdown is good. Unsportsmanlike penalty. As Claybon holding his sportsmanlike penalty for a while, but it's going to be unsportsmanlike against. Is that another one of those celebrating things? Usually there's a warning first, but. Extra point try here by Carter Young. Nick Rice will do the holding. Gavin Bastion will do the snapping for the Seals as they look to increase their lead to 21-0. It's a line drive and it won't go through. Came coming through 57. and able to get there. 57 was able to make the block on that, and that's part breaker as he was Raker. able to get through. So the same score Seals Grove saw on the scoreboard a week ago from their side of things, 20 to nothing as it was a week ago against Muhlenberg. Well, Pat, there's another big explosive play for a touchdown for Seals Grove. I guess we can throw that theory out about moving the chains. And Who cares? <laughs> 60-yard <laughs> run by Brandon Howe. He has an 81-yard touchdown run to his credit against Berwick, and he puts a 60-yard touchdown run for your senior running back, completing, get this, two-play drive, covering 65 yards after he picked up five yards on that first run. He felt that was a good, positive play to start the possession, but Brandon Howe wasted no time. So after 51 seconds, the extra point no good though but seals grove leading 20 nothing that's the seals grove forward drive summary pat they're kicking off from the 25 so there must have been a personal foul in the in the end zone versus a celebration penalty as you said so they have to spot it up at the 25 yard line i said brandon Hollick gets his third rushing touchdown of the season after getting a great executed play up ahead of him, he was able to get to the second level. Like you said, maybe a little action in the backfield there. Got the linebackers flowing right. He went to his right and took it in for the score. Short punt or kickoff here. Return man at the 40. 45, still going. He's trying to get to midfield. Ball stripped. Go the other way. Is that Bastion taking it the other way? Tucker Teets It's going to take it into the end zone. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. And that, that was a complete strip. Legal play. That's a legal play. I think there's a flag right here. We're checking if there's a flag here following the Tucker Teach. Jim Heil is screaming at his guys here on the sideline. Is it again in terms of celebrating? Was it the same type thing? Asking the guys to 
refrain from running onto the field. The official on the near side has got to run all the way down, and if he gets disrupted by anything here on the sideline, because the flag was all the way back out at the 43-yard line, and he's chit-chatting with Derek Hicks, and it, you can see him. He just waved to the yeah, sideline. they got to stay back. they got to stay back. And that happened at Muhlenberg as well. you got to get a get-back coach. Somebody's going to tell everybody to stay back. It looks it's, like It's usually your conditioning guy. It's yeah. usually the big, huge guy running up and down, ball-headed with a goatee, yelling and screaming at the guys on the sideline to back up, and everyone's so scared that they're like, all right, I'm not only going to go five, I'm going to go ten yards. It's obviously a problem because it's two weeks in a row. This extra point, plenty of distance. Flag on the play is Nick Rice is hit after, or that Carter Young hit after. So now a lot of chit-chatting going to have to hear because the extra point is good. Then there's going to be a penalty as the officials will chit-chat about this one. And then they're going to have a lot of discussion to figure out exactly where the ball is going to be. And it'll give us time to remind you that Penn State football, Nittany Line football is on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Streaming online on WKOK.com, the SBC app. And with Alexa, it's Saturday night. Nittany Lions host Indiana with the tailgate show at 6, kickoff at 7.30. Visit WKOK.com for a schedule and find out how to enable the WKOK Alexa skill. So Tucker Teets with the strip. He turns it back the other way, races 48 yards for the touchdown on the ensuing kickoff after Brandon Hiles' 60-yard touchdown run. Tucker Teets strips it out of the return man's hand just when he looked like it was going to be good field position for the Braves. He turns it the other way and races in for the touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals, and it comes with 10.55 to go here in the third period. Is it too? Is it premature? To pick a backbreaker play, you can definitely throw one as a candidate. What do you want to do here? That's got to be because that if it, if Shikalimi's back is 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 anywhere straight from here on out, <laughs> that was that was devastating. It was a great play by Seelensgrove, but I think it broke the back of Shikalimi. And like we said, it was a good return by Shikalimi as they worked the ball near midfield. As they take it out to about the 49-yard line, but then that's right where Tucker Teets was able to take the ball right out of the return man's hand and without any hesitation turn and took off and raced in for the 48-yard fumble recovery touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. So Seals Grove kicks off of the Brave 45-yard line. Carter Young's going to kick this one out of the end zone. So... Following all the discussion about penalties, Seals Grove benefited from there of getting their kicker run into by kicking it off at the 45-yard line, and Carter Young kicked it away. The T guy came out to pick up the T, and Carter Young picked it up. So the guy's got to come back to the sideline without a T. Maybe next time. <laughs> I, That's a big job. I, the kid I, taking pride in what he's doing. And Carter Young said, I, I got was, it for I you. was thinking maybe a, a short kick or a squib there. Yeah. But kickers love to kick it out of the end zone, so... He does just that. So it's a first down and 10 for the Braves, trailing 27-0. Quick throw out to Pfeiffer. Nothing there. Coverage by Nate Albit on the pass. So it falls incomplete. It's going to bring up a second down and 10. And I want to give credit to number 33. That's Carter Young. Okay, the ball got thrown over on the track. Carter Young, who's your kicker and your punter, jumped over the bench to run and go get the ball. 
That's, so now we need a sideline coach, and we also need a coach to tell your kicker and putter, stop oh. jumping over the, the bench on the sideline. Pat is excited. He just kicked <laughs> it out of the end zone. <laughs> That's exactly what you said he likes to do. Hand off between the tackles. Nothing there. Blown up. Whistles blown. Just play dead. No game. Seals Grove defense now. What you always hear it get just pinned back, and they're going to just come. And this is going to be a Teague Hoover, Corey Rumberger, Brandon Heil tackle fest if it continues this way. Can't wait to hear what their numbers are going to add up when it comes to tackles if Chickalemi is continuing to run the ball here. Seals Grove leading 27 nothing. As you said, we're looking for candidates for the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And this could be a big play here. We've got a bunch of candidates, a bunch of explosive plays here. Seals Grove leading 27-0 with 10-11 to go here to third. Blitz coming. Workman getting rid of it. Thrown behind that, his intended receiver, Hoffman. That 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 was uh, an intentional grounding. They're not going to call it there, but that's essentially what it was. As it was Rothball that was on the heavy pressure that time, he just number threw 54. It away. He just threw it away. Rothamel was coming down on him hard, and as you said, he it was nobody on the other end of that within 10 yards of the pass. Could easily have been a penalty, but it's going to be a punting situation, so the explosive Teague Hoover and Tucker Teets will stand about their own 45-yard line waiting for the Pfeiffer punt. Gets rid of it. Short kick. Got to yell. Got to yell. Away. Get away. Get away. Get away. Get away. And Sealsgrove's going to have great field position at the Shikalemi 42-yard line to start this possession, already leading 27-0 as they put back-to-back scores on the board to start this second half. The first one came on a 60-yard touchdown run by Brandon Heil with 11.09 to go in the third period. And then just 16 seconds later, it's a strip touchdown run by Tucker Teets. Seals Grove leading 27-0. I-formation behind Pastore. Tucker Teets gets the call. He's second level. And he's going to spin, fall forward, number 78 on the stop, Rosinski. Positive play again. There's no question the coaches sat these guys down, corrected some of the things they did in the run game in the first first half because it's been positive plays. Sales Grove came into the night rushing for 117.4 yards per game. And the way things are going now, they'll look to try to Better that. In the first half, they struggled in the run game. Pastore under center with wide receivers each side. Turn. Give it to Tucker Teets again. Off the left side. Going to be met. Thrown to the f- turf. Stop that time. Was Wolf as he's able to make the stop on Tucker Teets. It'll force a third down. We're calling it about, what, seven for the Seals Grove Seals. As Coach Voss giving out his line signals and Coach Mike Give him the call out there for your sophomore quarterback, Pastore, on his third down and long. Bastion had two touchdown receptions. He'll be a one-to-one. Nope, he's going to be double teamed here on the right side. Nate Allman to the left. That's where Pastore's looking. Gets it out to Bastion and out of his hands. Falls incomplete. It was going to turn out to be much there. It could have maybe changed the idea if you would go for it there, but you're going to get a punny situation here for Carter Young as he'll look to put this one away. I want to mention, too, that Colin Melhorn back in the lineup. He was out there that time, and you're getting some depth on that offensive line. He had been out the last couple games, and he was out there on that last possession That's as true. Ryan Straub was able to get a break. Putting situation for the Seals, leading 27-0. Return man standing at his own 10-yard line. 
Good snap to Young. Under heavy pressure, gets rid of it. End over end kick. Bounces at the 15. Rolls inside the 5. And almost getting down there to be able to keep the ball out of the end Teague zone. Hoover. Teague Hoover. But unfortunately, not able to. But Seals Grove jog back out on defense, leading 27-0. As Chickalimi will take over at their own 20-yard line. As Seals Grove trying to make it four in a row after dropping the opener to Pottsville and then followed up with a 9-7 loss to Jersey Shore. They're able to beat Shemokin 33-0, beat Berwick 42-14 before winning a week ago over Muhlenberg 20-6. Fully expect Shikalimi to air the ball out here. They're in a wing T set again. So Wordman coming in tonight only 35 completion versus 35% completion on the season for Wordman. He's got a quick pitch this time. Going off the left, dragging a defender is the running back as he's able to take it out to the 30-yard line before he's upended, and that was Wolf once again. Tough runner. It's a quick pitch there, and he took off. Took a defender out for the first down, out to the 30-yard line. It'll be first down and 10. Quickly up to the line of scrimmage are the Braves. Nick Rice lines up the right corner position this time. That's going to be Wolf again off the right side. He's dragging defenders. As he, the ball was stripped oh, out again, and he called there. Seals yeah, wanted, but they're going to say he was down at the 32-yard line. Pickup of two. It'll be a second down and eight. But like you talked about, Steve, clock just continues to run, and Seals will be content with you running the ball. 7.54 to go here in the third. Seals Grove with back-to-back scores here in the third quarter to take a 27-0 lead over the Braves. Wirtman hands it off again. This one to Sepko. It's going to be tackled by Stephen Miller. Short pickup, and it's going to be a third down and six for the Braves. That was a belly play. Again, wing T run plays. They're running the clock is what they're doing. This defense will be content with that. As they're in the huddle, a lot of time off the clock here on this big third down play here. We're calling it a third down and six for the Braves, trailing 27-0 to the Seals. Wirtman under center, two backs in the backfield. Blitz being shown by Althout. He's going to come inside handoff. And they hit it. And this is going to be Schaefer Knights, and he's going to take it before he's unbended by Teague Hoover at the 38-yard line. It'll be short of a first down, so it's going to be a fourth down and two for the Braves. Again, a quick close that time by your senior safety, who we featured in the pregame show on the tackle. Pfeiffer's going to kick this one away. Again, Tucker Teets and Teague Hoover drop back for the Seals' return. Hasn't been real good punts by Pfeiffer. See if he's able to get a good one off here. No rush this time. He's rolling to his right and finally going to get rid of it. Not blocked, but almost on that. Off the turf, takes it. It's Teague Hoover up the left sideline. He's at the 45 and blows up the would-be tackler. And a coach upended. Hopefully he's okay on the sideline, which was an explosion. Teague Hoover doesn't run out of bounds. He hits, and you get the overall ah from the Seals Grove faithful here on the near side. What a football play that was on the far side. You're right. I'm surprised somebody's – is there still someone down over there? Looks like everyone got back to their feet. Unfortunate, because there was definitely a coach that was upended on the far side. Just a scary play on the sideline. 
But Seals Grove will have great field position at their own 48-yard line. First down and 10, leading 27-0. Two wide receivers are going to split to the right, one to the left. Shotgun formation for Pastore. Nope, this is Bastion, a design run. He's going to take it off the right. He'll take it into Brave Territory. Late flag's going to be thrown in here. And while they talk this out, we're going to give the Blaze Alexander Nissan out-of-town scoreboard here. Mifflinburg leading 14-7 over Milton. Jersey Shore last checked at halftime leading 21-0. Southern trailing at this point over Wyoming, missing 31-21. Mount Carmel all over Bloomsburg 26-6. Danville leading 14-7 over Montoursville. And Midwest trailing North Penn Mansfield 21-7. While Lime Mountain trailing Upper Dolphin 22-6. That's our Blaze Alexander Ford Nissan, or Alexander Nissan out of town scoreboard. Holding penalty on the play. It came back as first and 20 for the Seals. And they'll have it at their own 39-yard line after the penalty. Trips to the left. Pastore drops back. Looking down the right sideline. Looking for Bastion out there. He goes up and in out of his hands. He kept it inbounds, though. That's a tough play for a quarterback. Nice throw by Mark Pastore. Almost came up with it. Unable to there. So it's going to be a second down and long with 5.55 to go here in a third. Next week, Seals Grove will travel to take on the Central Mountain Wildcats. Wildcats off to a 4-1 season. They beat Chickalimmy to start the season 12-0 before beating Schmokin 35-34. They did lose to Williamsport a week ago in a, a battle between the Wildcats and the Millionaires. That's who Seals Grove will take on next week. Trips to the left for Pastore. Long snap. He's going to give it to Miller in the backfield. Miller trying to drag a defender to get to the 39-yard line. Nothing there, though. Back to the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be now a third down and long for the Seals. Grove Seals clock will continue to run. Third down and 19. With 5.35 to go, like you said, third down and 19. Fans here on the near side. It's a whiteout for the student body. As they're hoping the Seals get a big play here on his third down and long. Pastore drops back. Throwing it out to the flat. Catch is made. Man makes him man miss. That's Tucker Teets able to make a defender miss for a second, but the defender held on and was able to take him down, and that's Martin. And it's going to be a fourth down at about five, and Seals Grove will jog your sophomore putter out, hoping to pin the Braves deep in their own territory. Got some got some, some yardage out of that. Just ended up being still five yards short. Good throw and catch. And Pfeiffer will drop back, standing at his own 10-yard line for the Braves, waiting for their Carter Young punt on this fourth down and five. Got some movement up front. Both guys on the left side jump for the Seals. So uh, That was going to be a fake punt, guys. They snapped it to, to Brandon Heil. Got everybody a little wound up, and um, coaching staff here on the near side, not happy with that, Derek. And you know, Steve, as a coach, you look out, you're going to call a fake, and you know it's exactly what you want. It was going to go to Brandon Heil, and he was going to take it to the left. And that's where the two guys jump because their responsibility was to block down and seal that left side and unfortunately jumped. So now it's still a putting situation for the Seals as they'll have it fourth down and 10. Now they have it their own 48-yard line. 
Pressure coming on Carter Young, but he gets it away. A high kick, short though, and it's going to hit a seal and get a roll. Doesn't that come all the way back where it it's hit the guy on the shoulder? The officials uh, yeah, haven't marked that. They have it marked here. It's it, 26 uh, yard line, approximately. Looked like 63. That's Max Maurer. Looked like it took it off. He took it off his shoulder and it rolled in favor of the Seals. But they'll bring it back where it was hit by him, and that's where the Braves will take over. They trail 27 nothing to the sh- Seals Grove Seals as they'll mark it at the 26 yard line. Seals Grove again trying to make it four in a row. Their defense on the season trying to get a shutout here would be their second on the season as they were able to shut out the Shemokin Indians back in week three. They had a three-quarter shutout a week ago against Muhlenberg before Muhlenberg was able to get the 39-yard field goal offsides against the defense. I didn't see that. So it's going to be a Someone must have jumped. And now the official didn't even have things set up there. he didn't set it. So lots happening here as things are coming a little bit unraveled here. Again, we talked about it. Seals Grove in 63 meetings leads the series 35-28. This is the eighth year of the regular season contest that's been deemed the rally in the valley. Seals Grove controls the trophy and all goes the way it's going right now, leading 27-0. will retain the rally in the valley trophy and keep it right here in Seals Grove. 409 to go in the third quarter. It's a first down here following the penalty against the Seals. Wortman's going to drop back. Heavy pressure. Man's going to get to him. Try to strip it out of Wortman's hands was Brandon Heil once again. Also trying to get the other number. Want to get another credit to number 64 was in on that. And that's Easton, Elijah Easton, the junior, 6'1", 236 pounds in on the stop. He made a nice play. You can tell. Is this a young guy getting a chance to play a little bit tonight? Just haven't seen much of him. Nope, and trying to gain really that nice depth. play. Yep. So it's a loss of the play, setting up a second down at about 14 with 3.20 to go in the third. Blitz coming all out. Rumberger coming. Balls on the turf. Then Rumberger jumps on top of it. The official says yes. Rumberger comes up with a fumble recovery for the Seals. As the Seals will get their seventh defensive fumble recovery on the season as they're in business deep in the Chickalemi territory. They were spotted down at the 23-yard line. And is this where you go for the dagger? I believe so. See if you get Almit or Bastion in the fold here as they're going to split to each side. Almit to the left, Bastion to the right. Well, this first down and 10 following the fumble by the Braves. Nope, go with the handoff. Tucker teeth between the tackles. Bulling his way. Still going dragging the fender. Close to the 10-yard line. Tucker Teets able to take a couple defenders using his strength to get to the 11-yard line. And it's a first down for the Seals. Or they keep it between the tackles and just try to... They're just just hammering the football, period. That offensive line. 21 personnel. That's tight end, flanker. 
Give it to the fullback. Ball down. Plenty of room. Five. Goal line. Touchdown for the Silas Grove Seals. Untouched. Beautiful job up front by that offensive line. Touchdown for the Silas Grove Seals. The junior, Ofal, takes it in. He has a touchdown reception to his credit on the season. Add in a rushing touchdown, and I don't know if he was touched. He was not touched. Again, that offensive line blowing things up. Up front Inside. as Bastion will do the snapping. Nick Rice the holding, and Carter Young will look to kick the extra point here to try to increase the lead to 34 nothing. Seals. Snap a little off. Kick goes up, sails off to the left. No good. Shigalemi's getting pressure. They've gotten pressure on every PAT field goal tonight. I I don't think the coaches are going to be happy when they look at that part of the film. I'm a big, big guy when it comes to missing those extra points. It was something during their, their broadcast with Ryan, Brant, and I did it, and Dave, and now... You know, it was always one of those elements that you took for granted. Seals Grove was always very efficient on extra points. And think, well, you know, that it does so much, though. Not only to give you that point, but it allows, like right now, the whole kind of field changes because you had a negative play with the missed extra point as opposed to screaming off the field, yelling and, and hollering. Exactly. What you're, it's 33 to nothing right now. They met, they had a field goal blocked and missed that one. Should be 35. What happens with 35? It's a, it's a mercy rule, correct? Is that still in play yep. in high school football in Pennsylvania? Absolutely. Yep. So and right now the clock would be running, uh, but because of those two miscues that you just mentioned in the kick game, it's 33. It sounds like I'm I'm trying to rub it in here, and that's not my point. The point is, this can come back and haunt them in the future. They gotta they gotta correct that. Got to clean it up, as you say, following the 11-yard touchdown run by Oldthout, his first rushing touchdown of the season, completing a two-play drive following a fumble by the Braves. Just took 25 seconds. The Eckers point no good, but Seals Grove leading this point, 33-0. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Return man muffs it at the 15. Running off the right side, upended before he's able to get to the 24-yard line. Is that Gavin Bastion yeah. in on the stop that time Let's on the, the kickoff number. coverage? I think that was number six. Now we're going to go with five, was it? Five. Yeah. Numbers are hard to see as we talk about, but five. it was six. Yep. So we're going to make sure we're going to go with five. Just what it looked like a head of steam was being built up by the return man to kick coverage team down there stop the Braves before they were able to get to the 23 yard line so it's a first down and 10 for the Braves handoff goes to the lone back in the backfield nothing there so we got the backup quarterback is in the game for the Braves he had gotten into the game earlier when Wertman got hurt so Wetzel in just the sophomore at good size at 6'2 215 pounds he is in the ball game at this point for the Braves and Seals Grove leading 33-0 over the Shikolimi Braves. Seals Grove looking to pitch that shutout. They're leading 33-0, which was the final score of the Shemokin Indian game back in week three. The snap comes. Quarterback wasn't ready. He jumps on top of it. Boy. So negative play back around the 20-yard line, and you're exactly right. Oh, boy. Shikolimi struggling right now. Coach Kaiser. He 
would like to see that clock continue to run. They have been unable to muster up much offense, if any at all. They struggled in that first half, as we saw in the stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. And that continues here in the second half. They're a team that's only averaging 13.4 points per game, but giving up almost 31 points per game. So that average is going to go up for the Shigalimi Braves. Play clock's running. They get the snap off. Quarterback gets rid of it to Pfeiffer, trying to dance, but he's going to be swarmed nice. over by charcoal gray uniforms of the Seals Grove Seals defense. As again, the backup quarterback Wetzel got rid of it quickly, but boy, swarmed over quickly by that defense. Pat, what's happening here? Shikalimi's trying to run that flanker sprint screen, but you see how Seals Grove defended that, which frankly they hadn't done as well with that play in the last three weeks. That, that was good right there. That was a that was great pursuit by the defense on a flanker play, which has been giving them problems. And with that play, it forces a punt by Pfeiffer, waiting for it. Hoover and Teat standing at their own 45-yard line. It's going to be a short kick. It's going to roll towards midfield and go out of bounds in Seals Grove territory at the 47-yard line to the disappointment of Hoover and Tucker Teats, who yeah, they want to get a chance to field the ball. They're chomping at the bit back there, hoping to get a, a good punt. Chickalimi struggling with the kick game and the punt with kickoff, everything. It makes me wonder, Art, you know, after seeing Teague Hoover's two punt returns uh, two weeks ago, seeing Tucker Teats have two punt returns called back, is this a deal where it's in his head about trying to kick it away from the could, guys? Could be. Very good point. It very well could be because he has not kicked a clean punt all night long. Line or fullback gets the call again. Bullet his way into Shiklimi territory. That's Rumberger rumbling his way to the Seals Grove, excuse me, to the Shiklimi 45-yard line. We got new numbers in there. We're going to make sure we run them down for you. You see 52s in there. It's Derek Klein. He's a senior, 5'10", 178 pounds into the game as that clock will wind under 10 seconds to go into third. So we're going to flip sides of the field. It's all Seelands Grove here tonight as they're pitching a shutout at this point, leading 33-0 over the Shikalimbi Braves. We'll take a break, come back, have the fourth quarter for you. The Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Hello, sports fans. WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland is proud to be the Susquehanna Valley's family-owned and operated Subaru dealership since 1965. So come on in now and check out and save on the all-new Subaru models. Start your adventure in a safe, reliable, and fuel-efficient ride. Amazing financing offers for well-qualified applicants. Stop by WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland or check out their deals on Facebook and at WNLSubaru.com. The Susquehanna Valley's all-wheel drive headquarters. Hello, we're the Sub Six, John and Tracy, owners of Carpet Man in Milton. For four years now, our family has been raising money to help fight breast cancer. We care so much because we know how hard the battle is. I'm a proud survivor of breast cancer, and that's why we're raising money for the Thyra Humphrey Center for Breast Health at Evangelical Community Hospital. For each and every flooring sale in October, Carpet Man will make a donation to the hospital. These are tough times, but Carpet Man is committed to make a difference. We hope to see you soon here at Carpet Man. Eagle 107. So Seals Grove will start here in the fourth quarter, leading 33-0. Handoff goes off to the right. Plenty of room into Chickalimbi territory, down to the 35, make it the 36-yard line. That was Teets again. I was looking for the number. At first, I thought it was Brandon Heil, but it was Teets. 
but it's a first down pickup for the Seals Grove Seals at the Shiklimi Brave 36-yard line. And I want to mention again after this play regarding the achievements of other athletic programs going on here at Seals Grove Area High School after this first down and 10 play for the Seals Grove Seals. I formation, tight end's going to flop from the right to the left, two wide receivers to the left as well. Turn, gives it a deep man. That's Tucker Teach running away from defender. It's going to get to the 30. And then he's going to be thrown out of bounds after he was two yards out of bounds. No flag will be thrown there, but they're going to keep the clock running as it's a seven-yard pickup. It'll be a second down and seven. But Steve, want to mention, not only did the golf team win the District 4 championship just yesterday, congratulations to them under the head coach Ray Moyer. Congratulate to them and good luck with them as they continue on but the tennis team won the league championship as well as georgia shore dropped their match against central mountain and that gives an outright championship to the sealers grove seals tennis team this handoff's going to go to rumberger and he's going to rumble his way inside the 20-yard line down to the 18-yard line and the seals grove tennis team ended up 12 and 2 so they'll play for district action coming up here in october with a Hopes of being able to win now to advance to state playoff action, which would be the first time for Seals Grove. I'll say it. There's an O'Brien kid on that team that's doing pretty darn well. So Murphy's had a great year, and uh, along with Avery DeFazio and Fiona, who's the number one singles, had a great year. Got Maddie Rowan and also Nora Whitcock and Eden Miller make out the varsity squad for the Seals Grove Seals. As this is going to go to Teets off the right side. Second level, 10. Five, touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. Very nice play, well executed. Fullback, who I think was Romberger. I, again, the numbers are a little bit off. Did a fabulous job kicking out their support. Very well blocked. And he opened it up for Tucker Teach, who gets his seventh rushing touchdown of the season, his second on the night as the Seals Grove Seals increase their lead with 10.40 to go here in the ball game as Bastion will go out to snap the extra point here all the Nick Rice hold and a Carter Young kick looking to put the connection here together holds good snaps good up and good good job Carter Young Nick Rice and Gavin Bastion completing the process to put the ball through the uprights and Seals Grove increases their lead to 40 to nothing with 10.40 to go here in the ball game. Okay, you guys educate me. So what does it mean now with the with the clock? It's a 40 nothing. It's a mercy rule, correct? Yep. So the 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 play just the play clock just runs. Is yeah, that it? It just keeps running. Yep. Okay. It, can, it stops on timeouts and change of possession. But, but other, other than that, that, it continues to run. Okay. Forgive me. I haven't. No, that's fine. Last. Last I saw a bunch of that was 09 when I was a, a fan. Big-time fan. As your son, Corey Briggs, led the way at quarterback for an incredible historic run by the Seals Grove Seals, 16-0, and and winners of the state championship. And Eagle 107 was there back in 09. As Seals Grove would beat Mannheim Central 10-7 on December 18th back in 2009. What a Christmas present that was for all of District 4 and especially here locally for the Seals Grove Seals faithful. Seals Grove looking good here tonight, leading 40-0. As you said, mercy rule in effect here 
As Sealsgroves gets the five play, a huge five play drive covering 53 yards. Took a minute and 54 seconds. Finished off by the nine yard touchdown run by sophomore running back Tucker Teets. Piper on the return. Runs into a coverage man at the 24 yard line before hitting the turf there. And Chick Libby will take a first down and 10 at their own 24 yard line. But again, Five play drive covering 53 yards, took one minute and 54 seconds. The extra point, good. And Seals Grove increased our lead to 40 nothing. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Tristan Crossan made a nice play and tackle on that kickoff cover. And on the night, Very nice 12 carries, 72 yards, and two touchdowns as he gets his seventh rushing touchdown of the season. Quarterback turns, gives it to Semko off the left, maybe two, that's it, blown up after that. And again, trying to get you new numbers in there. Is that Parody, Parody. number 82? Is that our guy back from the yes, uh, scrimmage is. when we saw yes, him run around? <laughs> he didn't have that number on, though. It was a different number. We were grasping it in the air on that on that one. We're trying, um, to get, trying to get help I from the think. fan faithful around. Everybody was saying the same thing. I have no idea. We don't know. Number 82, Garrett Parody on the stop that time. Two-yard pickup, second down and eight for the Braves, trailing 40-nothing. There's going to be a whistle blown there as Wolf was going in motion. Offside. <clears throat> Remind you, next week we'll be at Central Mountain. We'll be up in Mill Hall, up there in the home of uh, the one and the only, the best in the biz, Sean Carey. Used to be an employee of Sunbury Broadcasting, one of the best. He was a producer for us as well, and definitely going to reach out to him. Maybe we'll get a big hello from our main man, Sean Carey, as he spent many years watching the Seals Grove Seals play, or listening, I guess, watching us from afar back in the studio. But um, we got Rick Erdman, who's our producer now, and boy, what a job he's doing. We got video guys. We got Tony who's in the booth with us here, taking care of the video. He's a producer there. If you're checking out on video, not everybody gets this opportunity. Sunbury Broadcasting brings it to you. Just give you another opportunity, another way to watch your very own Seals Grove Seals. Third down in inches for the Braves. Man goes in motion. He's going to get the call. That's Schaefer Knights. First down pickup, dragging defenders to the 41-yard line. So that'll be enough for Braves. First down, and it's... They're running the football. They're running the inside run game of the wing tee. Again, it seems like Coach Kaiser wants to get through this without anybody getting hurt and uh, maybe play some players, execute their offense. After tonight, you talk about that, they'll take on Shimokin. Then they're at Lewisburg, at Mifflinburg, and home against Milton to wrap up the season on the Shikolami Braves. So just continue trying to execute here. Not give the ball back to the explosive Seals Grove Seals. Schaefer Knight Same gets play. the call. Same play. You're right. Going off the left there. Swarmed over by the charcoal gray defenders of the Seals Grove Seals. Pick up maybe one. That's going to be it. It's going to be a second down and long for the Shikolimi Braves as they see themselves trailing 40 nothing to the Seals Grove Seals. Hey, Pat, let's shout out uh, a member of that 9 team that's across the field tonight. Spencer Myers. Spencer... Uh, Spencer was one of the best wrestlers in the history of the of Seals Grove High School. Went on to play uh, 
or wrestled and was an All-American heavyweight at University of Maryland and also played football. Um, he, he's 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 the defensive line coach for Shikalimi, and you can see him over there. So I'm sure he's got a little mixed feelings, maybe. Um, but big member in many ways of the 09 team. So salute to, to Spencer. Last week it was Kyle Shuck who coached at Dickinson in town uh, when they came to play Seals with Susquehanna. And there's another SEAL coaching across the field right there. Absolutely. Had the pleasure of watching him his senior year. And when he was blowing things up against Mannheim Central, the fans for Mannheim thought he was holding. And Ryan Brandt, uh, one of the best quotes ever, said, that's not holding, that's Spencer Myers, and that's football. And Spencer Myers knows how to play football. (laughs) Fans here on the near side didn't appreciate that, but it's exactly what the case was. It was one of the best quotes in my time in doing broadcasting. And Ryan Brandt nailed it that night that Spencer Myers knows how to play football and he certainly knows how to wrestle as well but he's going to do a great job on the far side hired by Shikalimi and boy he brings a lot of credential to the, played, the game of football. Played arena football for a couple of years I remember watching him on TV. Absolutely so good luck to him the rest of the way and the entire Shikalimi Braves coaching staff. Third down and long Schaefer Knights goes in motion quick pitch going to go out to Wolf off the left side and Boy, Seals Grove just yeah. is sniffing that out with yep. no problem yep. on that right side of that defense. And, again, trying to see if there's any other numbers in there to mention to you. These numbers are difficult to see. It might be our aging eyes. We're not really sure, but they're not broadcast friendly because they are hard to see, sure. especially at night with the glare. Nice uniforms, though. Oh, yeah. Give, plug the uniforms. It was a great idea. And from what Zach tells us, this might be a – uniform that they use for a unique situation every year um, as, as this goes. So, Well, tonight was for the rally in the valley and got the best of him. His knee touched the ground. His knee t- the putter's knee touched the ground when he went to scoop up the ball. So it's down, so it's turnover on downs, and it gets back to the Seals Grove Seals at the 30-yard line after the miscue by the punter went down for a low snap and put his knee down. And that is a turnover on downs, as he mentioned. It will go back to the Seals Grove Seals. A lot of young guys coming in there now. It looks like we have a new quarterback, whole new offense. See, number six whole is in offense. there. That's Sassaman, Andrew Sassaman, a sophomore, 5'9", 165 pounds. So we're going to run him down. For Nick Rice is in there. See, 59 has checked into the game. And it's Aiden Lewis, sophomore, 6'1", 210 pounds. They come out on offense here. First down and 10 for the Seals. Quarterback's in there. That's Cale Bastion, the sophomore, 5'11", 172 pounds. Turns, gives it to the deep man. Nothing there and take it to the turf. Have to see if that is Jessa Maria into the game. Yep, yes, number 27 yep. got the call there. Jessa Maria, look at his size. Junior's 5'5", 130 pounds, right in the middle of that defense of the Shikalimi Braves. Lost it two, so it'll be a second down and 12. It's, it's great getting these young guys some playing time and again that that's that comes with a good program as you know now these guys are going to get some experience and that's going to pay off in the future jonathan eisenhardt into the game the junior receiver splits to the left 
Bastion under center is going to pitch it out to Justin Maria. Going off the right side, he's got some room. Able to get the sidelines. Going to be tackled as he gets to the 25-yard line. He bounces to his feet. It's going to be short of a first down there as he picks up about seven. Kevin Gearhart, who had been injured, he checks into the game. He brings good size that tight end position. He yep, gets a lot of high fives. And the fans here on their side appreciate even Kevin checking into the game and bouncing back from an injury. So says a lot about who he is, that he got a nice ovation, that he has returned to the action for the Seals. That's great. I formation. Yep, it feels good. Third down and five for the Seals at the Brave 25. Fullback gets the call. Straight up the middle, trying to drag defender. He slammed tough to the turf at about the 23-yard line. Look at the number 22, Holtzapple. Derek Holtzapple. It's a junior, 5'8", 158 pounds. And clock continues to run. 3.46 to go in the game with Seals Grove leading 40-0 over the Shiklemi Braves. Seals Grove going to improve to... Four and two as they've now run off four straight wins, setting up a matchup next week against the very good Central Mountain Wildcats. That's going to be a fun, fun night in a beautiful setting up there. And we'll be taking the trip. Pitch is going to go just Maria up underneath the block there. Not much there, though. Trying to see if that's number. Trying to get the numbers out there. New guys coming in. We got 15 checking into the game. That's Isaac Botts. Wonder if they'll give Carter Young an opportunity. Wouldn't be running it up. Be an opportunity to see if he can kick a field goal here. See 52. We mentioned that into the game. That's Derek Klein. Looks like there's a penalty on the far side. They're going to talk about it. Let's Let's see. see Give you updated score. Part of the Blaze Alexander Ford Nissan. Out of town scoreboard. Chickalimmy's ball. So no opportunity there. Turnover on downs. Going to go back to the Chickalimmy Braves, trailing 40 nothing. Updated scores here for you as part of the Blaze Alexander Nissan scoreboard. Bringing our out of town scoreboard. Last check, Lewisburg leading Central Columbia 19 to three. 38-0 lead for Jersey Shore over Shemokin. Wyoming missing the last report, leading by 20 over Southern Columbia, 41-21. Mount Carmel leading Bloomsburg, 26-6. Danville leading Montoursville, 28-14. That's our Blaze Alexander Nissan out-of-town scoreboard. Maybe a timeout taken here by the Shikolimi Braves. And stick around after the game. We'll bring our Eagle 107, eagle107.com, SBC postgame show SBC Sports Live YouTube post game show for you. As we'll get our stats from our stat man Zach Showers. We'll get you other scores of other games going on around the valley. We'll get Steve analysis of this ball game as Seals Grove will improve the four and two after dropping the first two games. They've run off four straight and doing it in an explosive ways. They do it again here tonight on long touchdown runs on a strip. Touchdown by Tucker Teets, a scoop recovery by senior Nate Almond off a fumble by the Seals. And, boy, they just did it a lot of different ways again here tonight as they've been doing it all year long. That's a good, good thing. Fine ways to win. Caleb Hicks into the game for the Seals, lines up the left corner position. Handoff goes off to the left, upended. It was a running back as he crossed the 25-yard line, get out to the 27-yard line. Our Blaze Alex 
Alexander built for tough game of the week. We were keeping an eye on the Mifflinburg Milton game. The last report, 14 to 7 lead for Mifflinburg over Milton. That's our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford tough game of the week. Also stick around for the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Quick pitch off to the right this time for the Shikalimi Braves. 33 on the run that time. And that is Martin. Not much there. Rayshawn Martin. There you go. As he gets to about the 30-yard line. Looks like 65 into the game for the Seals. And that's Ethan Kelly. Kyle Kelly, my buddy, gets to watch his son get out there making some plays late in this ball game. Uh, proud papa and mama of uh, the one Ethan Kelly as he lines up in that left defensive end position for the Seals. Turn. Deep man gets the call. Between the tackles. Runs into some gray shirts. And finally yes. going to be finished off there. Yep. Seals Grove yep. leading 40 nothing with 140 to go. They're going to be a first down here. So clock will continue to run. 130 to go in the game. Seals Grove is going to come away with the win. They lead 40 nothing over the Shikolami Braves looking to get their second shutout of the season. A lot of things they can build on. And as you said, if they're finding different ways to score is always a great thing. Just keep improving, and I think that's what the Seals are doing. There's no question about it. As any coach would say, and famously said by Dave Hess, are you better now than you were about an hour and a half ago? And if that is the case, There's no that's question. good stuff. and That means you're going to win a lot of ball games, and it's exactly what's happened here tonight. He said scoring in different ways two weeks ago. It was two punt returns by Teague Hoover. Tonight, strip fumble by Tucker Teets. 10-yard touchdown run by Tucker Teets as well. Just been a good night for the Seals all the way around. Pass goes out. Reception intended. Or pass intended. Reception not made. Caleb Hicks in on the coverage. Halts Apple as well. See number 12's into the game. That's Luke Smith. Saw 458. 155 pounds. Number 50 into the game as well. TJ Deal. Sophomore 5'11", 220 pounds. Playing that nose tackle position. I like what you're saying. Sophomore, sophomore, yeah. sophomore. 73 is into the game. This is going to be the last play if they get it off. Finelli into the game for the Seals Grove Seals as well. They do get the playoff. Martin gets the call. It's got some wiggle to him. He's going to take it close to the 43-yard line. But with that play, that ends the ball game. As the Rally of the Valley Trophy will stay right here at Seals Grove as they get the win over the Chicklebee Braves, 40 to nothing. Explosive plays all around once again for the Seals Grove Seals. They're going to meet at midfield for the traditional handshake. Coaches Jim Kaiser has a lot of respect for Derek Hicks, and Derek Hicks a lot of respect for what Jim Kaiser has done in his coaching career. And he knows the Chicklebee Braves are going to get better and better throughout the year and in seasons to come. But the Seals Grove Seals get the better effort tonight. They went 40 to nothing over the Shikalimi Braves. So if you take a break, come back, we'll have the Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and the SBC Sports Live YouTube post-game show for you here on Eagle 107 at eagle107.com. <laughs> 
It's Mark and Troy from Zimmerman Motors. It's football season, and like a good offense, we've been adjusting to everything the market can throw up and to be there for our customers. Our team has worked hard to have a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, new trucks and Jeeps, a full line of certified vehicles, and quality pre-owned options for every budget. Plus, the highest trade values we've ever seen. Come and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call us at 570-988-JEEP, shop online at Zimmerman Jeep or better yet, stop in today. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey fans, how about some food? Try their burgers and sandwiches, chicken baskets, and meal deals. And Fall's favorite pies are in pumpkin and pecan pie Blizzard treats. Tell the whole stadium, before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals, go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any newer used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. That's a touchdown good for four points. Huh? They're going to mark off this penalty at least 112 yards. What is going on? Numbers matter, and they matter most when it comes to your money and income taxes. I'm Bill Booker, CPA, and I'm in my second decade of serving clients in the Sealands Grove area. Please visit me for all of your personal and business income tax needs. My office, William D. Booker, CPA, is located at 530 South Market Street. I look forward to assisting you. As a proud Sealands Grove parent and resident, I want to wish good luck to all of the Sealands Grove Seals and Susquehanna River Hawk sports teams. We are Eagle 107. It's time for the Seals postgame show. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Steve Briggs. Welcome to the Eagle 107, eagle107.com postgame show for you at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field as the Seals Grove Seals go on a convincing win. They win 40 to nothing over the Shikolimbi Braves. All the scoring got started on Tucker Teat's sixth rushing touchdown of the season, a 10-yard run with 8.58 to go in the first quarter, three-play drive, covering 51 yards. Took a minute and 15 seconds, the extra point good, and Seals Grove led 7 to nothing. That would be the score at the end of the first quarter. Seals Grove led 7 nothing. Seals Grove would increase their lead to 14 nothing on a fumble recovery by senior Nate Almond after Stephen Miller reception and fumble that came with 10:41 to go in the first half the extra point good and seals grove led 14 nothing at halftime then seals grove will put back to back to back touchdowns on the board in the third quarter brandon howell got his third rushing touchdown of the season on a 60 yard touchdown run with 1109 to go in the third quarter, the extra point no good, but Seals Grove led 20 to nothing. Then Tucker Teets would have a strip fumble on the ensuing kickoff, turned it the other way with 10.55 to go with the extra point good. Seals Grove led 27 nothing in the third period. And Althout, Logan Althout, would get the handoff. He would go 11 yards untouched into the end zone to get his first rushing touchdown of the season. They came with 2.51 to go in the third period. 
the extra point no good, but Seals Grove led 33-0 over the Shikalimi Braves. And that would be the score at the end of the third period as the Shikalimi Braves saw Seals Grove leading 33-0 at the end of the third period. And Seals Grove would get on the board again. Tucker Teets would go from nine yards out. It came with 10.40 to go in the game, completing a five-play 53-yard drive, taking a minute and 54 seconds. The extra point, good. Seals Grove pushed the lead to 40 nothing, and that would be the final score of the night. Seals Grove improves to four and two, and they went 40 to nothing. Steve, we talked about that. You, if you can score in a lot of different ways, puts a lot of stuff on film for coaches to prepare for. And tonight, you get a little bit of everything here tonight, but the explosive plays continue. They continue, and this was a dominating factor. Let's let's face it. From halftime. Uh, we said it was important to score. They scored in three plays. Um, again, ex- uh, the explosive plays, as you just mentioned, are, are key. But, you know, they're, they're doing it in every which way. They're getting the football on defense. They're, uh, you know, the, kind of the, the funky little things that happen tonight, advancing, ripping the ball out of uh, the hands. That's This is good stuff because Shikalimi's down, obviously, they're going to need that next week and in the weeks ahead. Uh, so everything's coming and progressing in the right way for the Seals Grove football team, and, and it's fun to watch. It's fun, fun to watch them grow. It's fun to watch other guys get on the field and play. It's fun to be on the, the right side of a mercy rule again. Um, this is all good stuff. I remember a couple of weeks ago you said to me, boy, are we going to get our first passing touchdown in how many games? Uh that, that's not even an issue anymore. Right. This, this team is playing, and it's playing well. Awesome. Awesome. And it's a good point to make because it seemed just a long time ago now that we were talking about that very thing. There have been 11 games since they had a passing touchdown, and, boy, all that is now in the rearview mirror as Seals Grove continues to have explosive play, not only touchdown reception, but coming in a big way. Again, Seals Grove wins 40 nothing as we continue with the Eagle 107, Eagle107.com post. Game show. We move to the part. Speaking of big plays, we move to the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We throw out candidates in each quarter, and then we come down and uh, during the post game we talk about the the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. My vote still still the uh, the strip on the kickoff return that actually was a pretty good return by Shikalimi. Kid broke out to the left and then. Um, it was it was Tucker Teets uh, ripped ripped the ball out of his hand and raced the other end of the field and that completely in my opinion took the air out of anything Shikalimi had left. Well, that's a great description and exactly what the acknowledgement is when you talk about backbreaker play of the game. Because at that point, even though it was a 60-yard touchdown run by Heil, it was only 20 nothing at that point. Silkrow had just missed the extra point, so you felt like they weren't fully in control of the game necessarily to feel like it was out of reach. But on the ensuing kickoff, you get a 48-yard touchdown strip fumble by Tucker Teets to take it in for the score to push the lead up to 27 nothing after the extra point was good and it just uh, seals never look back from that so that's the smoking dam health center backbreaker play of the game smoking dam health center offering medical care chiropractic care rehabilitation and more call 570-743-4333 for an appointment that's the smoking dam health center backbreaker play of the game 
Step aside, come back as the Seals Grove Seals are posing in front of the Rally in the Valley trophy that will stay right here in Seals Grove with their 40 to nothing the win over the Shikalemi Braves. We'll continue after this break with the postgame show from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. This is Eagle 107. Eagle107.com. There is so much family fun at Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm, like the 50 huge outdoor games right here on the lawn. Yes, I know. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm has hundreds of pumpkins in the pumpkin patch, too. Way! Oh, there you are at the corn cannon. Oh, I bet the pumpkin chunkin' giant slingshot's next. You have to aim this just right. Well, stop running. You're going to get... Oh, thank everybody. Lost in the maze. I'm just going on the hayride alone. Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road, Milton, and Cole'sStonyHill.com. Corn Maze is open through November 7th. Seals Grove Ford, your number one certified pre-owned Ford dealer in Central PA, is a proud supporter of all Seals Grove students and athletes. A Seals Grove Ford certified car. It's not just another car, it's Ford certified and backed by the best warranty in the business. So if you're looking for confidence, great value, and peace of mind on your next pre-owned car, Seals Grove Ford is the place to go. See their inventory at SealsGroveFord.com. At the bridge in Seals Grove, home of Mr. Sharpie and Sharp Pencil Deals. Go Seals! Eagle 107. Welcome back to the Eagle 107, eagle107.com postgame show here from Seals Grove Area High School. As the Seals Grove Seals put back-to-back-to-back touchdowns in the third quarter and go on to victory and beat the Shigalemi Braves 40 to nothing as they improve the 4-2. They've now run four wins in a row as they get ready to travel to take on the Central Mountain Wildcats next week. And, and of course, that's up towards uh, Mill Hall. So we'll get up there. Beautiful setup there. And Central Mountain's playing well. So it's going to be a big one. Big test for the Seals Grove Seals taking on a very explosive Central Mountain team next week. Just been handed the stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. Going to run them down here for you. First for the team numbers. Shikalemi, seven first downs, 89 yards rushing, 23 yards passing for a total of 112 yards for the Shikalemi Braves, four penalties for 35 yards. Shikalemi had two fumbles on the night. Team numbers for the Seals Grove Seals, 10 first downs, 166 yards rushing, 124 yards passing. So that's a total of 290 yards for the Seals Grove offense here tonight in their 40 to nothing win over the Braves. Did have seven penalties that continue to be a focus for the Seals Grove Seals to try to lessen that number to four or less. But tonight, seven penalties for 50 yards. Look at the individual numbers. First for the Shikalemi Braves in the rushing department. Wolf had 10 carries for 40 yards. Simcoe, 11 carries for 31 yards. In the passing department, Workman, 7 for 10 for just 23 yards. The passes went to Hoffman for 8 yards, and Simcoe had two catches for 7 yards. But again, just 7 for 10 for 23 yards. Wetzel did come into the game. He went 0 for 3 against that Seals Grove defense. For the Seals Grove Seals in the rushing department, Tucker Teets, two touch touchdowns in the rushing department on 12 carries for 72 yards. Heil, two carries, 60 yards and a touchdown. And you saw the work of Rumberger, Althout, uh, Stephen Miller, and got into the game as well as Justin Maria also had carries here tonight in this mercy rule win for the Seals Grove Seals. In the passing department, sophomore quarterback Mark Pastore, 8 for 13, 124 yards. His main target tonight, Ahmed, three catches, 39 yards. Steve Miller got into the fold, two catches for 33 yards. Heil, Teets, and Grove all had a catch here tonight. 
for the Seal and Grove Seals as they go on to win over the Shigalimi Braves, 40 to nothing again to improve the four and two. They'll take on Central Mountain. The Braves fall to one and five. They'll take on the Shimokin Indians next week. Taking a final look at some updated scores for you as the I got the report from our main man Sean Carey as he gives us a report that the four-time defending state champions go down after 65 game regular season winning streak the longest in the country is snap as the Southern Columbia Tigers fall to why I'm missing 41 to 21 as the Tigers had five turnovers in the game that's updated score for you and a significant one for the district four power and the state power the central columbia or excuse me the southern columbia uh tigers fall here tonight 41 21 other updated scores for you going on around the valley we have mifflinburg which was our blaze alexander ford built for tough game as Milton has taken the lead over Mifflinburg 15 to 14 Jersey Shore shutting out Chimokin 38 nothing Mario Carmel all over Bloomsburg 26 to 6 in Danville two scores better than Montoursville leading 28 to 14 again Seals Grove wins this one 40 to nothing to prove to four and two Steve final thoughts as we wrap things up and get ready to head on to take on the Central Mountain Wildcats next Friday night well they dominated Chickalimmy big win the emotion came through the first half, and then they just took a step. And I think they, they really stepped up as a football team, and it's coming at the right time. Next week will be a much different opponent than what we just played. On the road as they'll take on the Central Mountain Wildcats. You can catch Seals game day with me and Steve starting at 6. You'll hear Zach Showers. He sits down with Derek Hicks as part of the pregame show at 6.30, followed by the kickoff at 7 o'clock on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and also on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. Remember, each week on Eagle 107, you hear live play-by-play action of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's Eagles football on Eagle 107. That wraps up our Eagle 107, eagle107.com postgame show show for zach showers our stack guy rick erdman our producer and steve briggs i'm pat o'brien saying thanks for joining us tonight for seals football as the seals grove seals beat the shikalibi Braves 40 to nothing all the action been heard here on eagle 107 at eagle107.com this is Will Marks, General Manager at Murray Motor Chevrolet. We are coming off our best-selling season ever. Why? Because we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. Murray Motor Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best selection of custom trucks, sports cars, and new inventory arriving daily. We're the only dealer to offer a lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. So let's set it straight. We are the best price and best warranty, period. Murray Motor Chevrolet, located a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Sealands Grove, or on Online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health, when you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Center designed with you in mind. This is Eagle 107. Thanks for listening to Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. Coverage of next week's game begins at 6 p.m. Friday night. Seals football is a production of Eagle 107.